Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on the show. This week in the living room, you've got Christopher Stanton, Mark Cowell, and special guest Denzel LeBlanc from Wesley Studios Podcast. We met Denzel last year at the 2019 Winnipeg Podcast Festival, PodFest. Uh, he sat down, shot the shit with us for a couple hours while we were there. Thought, man, you got to come on the show. You know how to talk movies. So uh, for anybody out there who hasn't heard his podcast, you can find him on Apple, Spotify, and his YouTube channel, Wesley Studios Podcast. It's a really cool interview series. He talks to a lot of different Winnipeggers from a lot of different walks of life. I know specifically he's had on a couple different musicians, some bodybuilders, someone who hunts ghosts. So if you're looking to add a new podcast to your 2020 roster, please go share some love and check out Wesley Studios. This week, the debate was inspired by the 1992 classic The Bodyguard, starring Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Uh, I wanted to talk about the people who protect each other in movie history. So we came up with an idea where you had to come up with like a backstory for who you were. Uh, whatever walk of life, you could be like an evildoer, you could be a good person. What, whatever you were, you just had to find out a reason why you needed some protection. And the whole debate is based on not only who you pick to protect you, but as well, points are awarded for your backstory, how interesting it was, and the problems you were causing, or the problems you were trying to solve in real life. So without further ado, I'll cue the reel, and you enjoy the show. I'm calling like Adam Driver on it because he also does not watch any of his own stuff. So and I can't imagine a lot of people do. <laughs> well, there's uh, there's this uh, there was an article this week that Adam Driver does not want to be known for being Ben Solo or Kylo Ren. Like he's just yeah. completely over it and wants to move on. He walked out of an interview when someone was t- like he was there to talk about Marriage Story. Yeah, that's all he wanted to talk about. Mm, okay, so, that. so he's just Harrison Ford all over again. <laughs> I heard I heard they they tried to play a clip for him and he's like, no, I'm not going to watch this. That's yeah. And then he walked out of the interview. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just pulling the Adam Driver card over here. OK, that's fine. It's artistic. I've integrity. done I've done 86 episodes have not listened to one it's hard to like I listen to them just when when Chris has been like hey I think there was like a, a glitch here or oh yeah or if I guys. have to cut something out it'll be like how do I not listen to my voice but still get rid of 86 it? episodes 86 episodes of what who's this new voice on the on the, on the podcast his name <laughs> his name is Denzel is it LeBlanc or is it LeBlanc 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 how uh, so French yeah yeah L-E oh. capital B-L-A-N-C any relation to Matt? Yeah. No, because I wouldn't be no, sitting No, to Steve. Here. Do you know Steve? He lives in Strum. <laughs> <laughs> Who's fucking Matt? <laughs> My rich, non-existent cousin. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that that is a new voice. That's that's uh, that's a new voice in Jimmy's chair over there. It's Denzel LeBlanc from... Chair uh, smells. <laughs> <laughs> is that, from... Uh, is that ketchup and onions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jimmy, apparently you need to shower. That, 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 that's what we've realized here. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's Denzel LeBlanc from Wesley Studios, local Winnipeg interview podcast, which we I, I love. You're great. Yeah, You're, thank you. Yeah, no, you really It's a lot of fun, to... man. It's fun meeting new people and obviously meeting you guys and getting the invite to come on over here. I'm really appreciative. So. Oh, yeah, and like I think we, 
I st- like when I started this whole thing, I was finding other Winnipeg podcasters to be like, so uh, any cheat notes, any tricks? And I found you first. I think you were the first one I found when I was like Winnipeg podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. You wow. were the first guy that came up. So I've been following you since we started this a year ago. And it's been a year for you guys? It was a year in November. Well, okay. We got online, finally got online February 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. We've been recording since November, but you know fuck ups learning oh, yeah, shit yeah, yeah, figuring yeah. stuff out there was five episodes in the lost reels the lost reels oh <laughs> so yeah i remember yeah, yeah 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 we had we had one full deletion where i'm like oh I, i'll just put this here and then didn't realize that every single file from an audacity recording is separated yeah yeah so i handed the computer over to our tech genius mark and mark was like so how bad do you want this episode back i'm like well <laughs> why and he's like because everything is like it's like thousands of subfolders 1700 so 10 second clips yeah what the hell really that's yeah, how it's a weird the way they lace it together and have all the different tracks overlaying that's how i think they allow you to manipulate it is they record everything kind of on its own so you can like yeah Huh. So it's complicated. It's a complicated package. It is. Uh, so welcome, Denzel. Yes. Thank you for pleasure to be here. I like. I love talking movies, and I don't get to do it enough. So. Well, this is this is the living room to do it. It is absolutely one hundred percent. So uh, before we kick into the whole bulk of the show, I just I, I read something this week, and I kind of wanted to get your guys' opinion on it. Warner Brothers has uh, bought into the new AI idea from a company called Synlytic. I think I'm pronouncing that right where they use an AI-driven program that will tell you how to distribute your movie properly. You can plug in, it's actually more than that. What the article said was you can plug in your actor, your budget, um, your genre, and your story, and the AI will tell you what people want and how well it will do in certain markets. They said that it still needs a human touch, so like the creative aspect of it is still required. It's the whole point of an AI is to have no human interaction. Well, yeah, but they, they also said that AIs usually trend on a forecast, right? They're, they, if they if they come up with an answer, it's more conservative. Because what they've learned on it already, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's based on a forecast of previous information where this one's leaping forward going, no, we're going to tell you based on what you've just told us as opposed to 10 years of information that you have. And then you can kind of like a farmer's almanac, so to speak, for fucking movies. Can you imagine if they use it to be like, um, okay, but just leave everything else the same and sub out. Uh, just keep plugging you know, in different like sub, actors. Yeah, su- exactly, subbing out your star role. Well, that's what I <laughs> remove. I, Jared Leto, insert Christian Bale. No, yeah. like, oh, look well, at that. In, yeah. the, in the article, they used remove remove Keanu Reeves, insert Tom Cruise, and that's what made me think of you, oh, Mark. And it just have, plummeted to it, horrible depths. <laughs> Denzel, just for backdrop, Tom Cruise and Mark don't get along at all. I don't know where Fuck he that little voodoo motherfucker, <laughs> tiny Tom Cruise from Family Guy. You mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, do you even not like Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder? Like, I, I wasn't like Tom. You that. know what? I like maybe two. Do you know what's Tom clear? Cruise crazy. Movies. You're a big Top Gun fan, or is that more you? No, uh, Top Gun I'm, was okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge Top Gun fan in the fact that it's one of the movies from my childhood. But, um, in in all aspects of the movie i mean i could take it or leave it but it was just interesting so what are your guys' thoughts on like using ai to predict what we want it sounds a lot like that tv show on spike where they picked two like genghis khan versus king henry oh yeah (laughs) yes you remember that And they do the whole rundown of deadliest warrior yeah and they would have a computer program where you input their data and then they fight and then it picks the winner that's exactly one with animals too yeah they did yeah 
They had like a bear, like a, a tiger versus a shark. Yeah, they had yeah. it on Discovery Channel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. That's exactly what it sounds like. I liked when they started running out ideas, and they would just be like, "Oh, Marine Corps versus just a ninja." Yeah, like, well, come on, you just shoot him in the face. Green Berets versus <laughs> yeah. Nazi Germany. Like, all right, so that's never gonna happen. But and the reenactments always happen in the daytime for whatever reason. <laughs> like nobody fights at night ever, yeah. right? Yeah. Historical battles never. They take place between nine to five. The acting's so bad too. <laughs> I just like I I I. You're, these studios pay a lot of money to a lot of people to come up with a lot of great ideas and they like it, I can just see it it spiraling out of control where it's like we don't need writers because we can just plug an idea into this and see what the AI says and it's like I know you're everybody always says as soon as an AI product comes out we still need humans for some regard but this one sounds someone's got to program it but it sounds gonna, like a waste of money they're gonna find out that there's some like hidden lines of code in the AI program and there's certain actors that are going to get hired now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. They've well, put it into it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy would be able to talk about this better if he was here, but there's a there's a guy on Twitter who... Oh, does the bots? Does the bot thing. He puts in like, oh, I fed this bot like thousands of sci-fi movies and then it just like puked out what it kind of thought was like the, like the algorithm I guess puked out whatever yeah, yeah, the yeah. formula would have been okay and it's actually it turns out really ha- hilarious it's cause so it, funny because the, the sentence are, <laughs> sentences are very like not structured very well they're very choppy <laughs> but it still makes sense you still are re- reading like a very generic kind of sounding genre movie whatever the, the topic is at the time which I guess is where they say you need the human to kind of round the corners a bit and yeah. you know make it more interesting and that's, but it'll that's what maybe is going to start ending up happening Right? That, well, that's my fear. When is you that get your little you 3D printed object, you still need some sandpaper to buff, buff yeah. it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's got to paint it, right? Put on the final detail. Trace yeah. it, paint it, you know, give it some life. Yeah, totally. They, and, they did one where they're like, the guy had the, I force fed a bot to watch thousands of hours of Joe Rogan, and it's just all of his clips, like... It's just like, what do you think of elk meat? And then the guest is like, I tried DMT. Then the next one's like, what do you think of aliens? It's just back and forth. This bot is just, it's it's so funny. If you ever get the chance to read them, they're hilarious. I will totally, I will totally check that out. Okay, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's slide right into uh, what we know best here. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. What did you watch this week? What did I watch? <laughs> you had to start with me and what did I watch? <laughs> you know what? I tried. I tried, Mike, to watch a movie this week and and I didn't. Okay. I, I fell down the the hole of other media, so I know we don't like to touch on that much because this is the real debaters. But I'm a big proponent of blurring the line between, <laughs> as we did in our last episode, and of talking st- too much. What did you watch? Of streaming <laughs> services, uh, you know, yeah. and how whether a movie released on streaming services is is a movie. We got The Irishman. We have Marriage Story. Yeah, those, those, those Netflix, yeah, right? yeah. That had to do small theatrical releases to be considered a movie, as far as uh, thirty. I think thirty or ninety. Days. I can't is that remember. the definition yeah. of a of a theatrical? It, release? it has to have a limited, like a number, certain number of theaters for a certain amount of time. Is yes. that why the Irishman went to like one select theater just so they could get Golden yes. Globe nom? Is that exactly. why uh, for the award shows shit. Netflix okay. bought that theater, Denzel? So that just they, so that Netflix so that movies can. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ! It's like a bullshit loophole thing. Anyways. I didn't even watch a fucking movie, but I watched Don't Fuck With Cats, and it's amazing. That's a documentary. It's I don't care. It's fantastic. It's that's a doc. A, oh, it's a documentary. I watch a documentary. <laughs> it's a movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's not real theatrical. I don't release, give right? a fucking shit about theatrical release. I want you okay. to watch some sort of content that's movie based. I watched great. Don't Fuck With Cats, and I love. I literally have like twenty minutes left. <laughs> fucking at the excited end, you watch and it, and I fucking love it. Is I literally, really my heart was. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I could picture myself being behind. 
the keyboard of these the internet nerds that are searching huh. for him. Like it's so fucking good. Tell huh. the world what Don't Fuck with Cats it, it put, is about. Don't fuck with cat. Well, the basic premise of Don't Fuck with Cats is like the rule zero of the internet. Like you can pretty much do anything, but just don't fuck with cats. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> right, which is the it's cat day today, so this is you know all part this of the is, yeah. Uh, this is theme. this is all kind of going into because we're going to the cat it, show. It later basically tonight, yeah. follows the we'll the story the of uh, the the ability are they the trying to identify and then trying to catch Luca Magnata. Who was a year and a half yes. before we all knew about Luca Magnata. Yeah, so he posted uh, a video of him doing horrible things with animals, cats in particular. Um, and that just sent the internet into an outrage because you can do things to humans and you can do things to other things, but don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats. So then there was this huge group that got together of like, I think at one point there were almost 20,000 strong. Yeah, um, that Facebook Christ. group just got overloaded. Searching and tracking, like, every move. They took every single frame, like, took the video. They exported it to every single frame as a separate JPEG and then blew everything up and analyzed every piece of the room to try to identify which country he may be in, which, because that's all they had was the video. And the one that just amazed me was like, oh, there's a there's an electrical socket in the corner. Yeah, and they're zooming yeah. in it. They're like, is that a European socket? Is oh, that found shit. in Canada? Oh, he's in North America. And then they find a vacuum cleaner. And they find the exact model on a vacuum cleaner forum on totally. the internet. Yep. And it's only available to be sold in North America. I'm like, holy shit, I could see myself doing this. Well, I do that with movies with movies yeah. when they when they like Marvel Studios like set photos, I do the same thing. I'm it's like, the people that find those hidden Easter eggs would be so good at this. And then so anyways, it's awesome. So they end up identifying him way before and they're telling the police, this guy's like he's now put out three videos where he's killing cats. He's gonna kill a human. He's escalating. And there's, you, it's like Minority Report. You can't go and arrest somebody for a crime that hasn't been committed yet. Exactly. Right? So even if, like, the people are really frustrated, the police aren't doing anything, but the police are like, well, we don't really have too much to go off of yet. So anyways, it's, it's just crazy. And the whole Luca Magnata himself, they found that he created, like, 50 to 100 or maybe more fake uh, social media Facebook accounts and then started his own fan groups. And all of his... <laughs> Fake accounts were the only fans on his fan groups to try to make it seem like he was some internet celebrity. Oh, Jesus, because he was just a toll. Like he was. Status. Go watch it. Hundred percent. I don't want to ruin the rest okay, of it. Yeah, go I'll fucking have watch, to watch it. it then. Yeah. Yeah. It's a three-hour documentary broken up into three different parts. So good. It's so. Like, we were me and Shauna because Shauna, we don't want to watch cats get hurt, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And the video, like for anybody out there, it's disturbing. It's disturbing, but the videos are edited accordingly. Netflix isn't going to make a, a snuff video, right? They're, they they yeah, cut yeah. it right before it happens. But, but you know what's happening. Then they're just promoting it at that point. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Uh, they're also promoting gay Jesus in Brazil, which is a huge fucking deal. But that, that's that's a tangent. But people are Anyways. way more pissed off because he finally kills a human and does yeah. it on video. Yeah. And releases it on the internet. And people cared more about the cats. They did. It was 18 months before he went and like and and through the first two segments of the movie, he's getting like any serial killer. He's getting more ballsy, right? He's he's, yeah, he's yeah, pushing yeah. he's pushing the envelope, so to speak. And then finally, they're like, you're going to have to arrest this guy for something. And then I don't want to give this guy too much credit, but he he knew how to leave clues like he would embed clues like he'd release a video. But the song playing in the video would be like a it's like a movie would be a clue to searching somewhere else on the Internet and finding Mm. out where he might be. There's one video where there's a poster in the background 
and the poster was a hint to where he was traveling next. Oh my God. And he laid all these clues out for people to find. And then on top of it, I know again, I, I yeah, no, you're, I know he yeah. joined the group that was chasing him as an insider with fake profiles and, and saw like what they were saying from the inside. To like it was fucking them. crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. it's nuts. It's, it's, it's awesome. Nuts. Everybody go watch it right now. Okay. Um, how many <laughs> cats? <are there? laughs> how many cute little kittens that didn't uh, get killed out of 10 do you give it? You know what? I, I Honestly, like nine. Yeah. Nine solid. I Good it. documentary. That's and the way that it's too, done yeah. is very, very modern. Yep. You know, the way that they zoom in on... on like search boxes on the internet and then somebody will say something it'll flash to like a like button yep. like going up or down or that's good that's good it's, yeah. it's good editing it's well done for today's uh consumer for sure go watch it everybody don't fuck with cats that's all we have to say and don't fuck with cats. don't fuck with cats <laughs> chris yeah I, I don't think i talked about this before i watched uh kubo and the two strings what is that uh, what the stop, hell is uh, that stop animation oh uh, from director travis knight uh, who's, I think, I just want to go back. Uh, I like me some stop animation. Is it claymation or is it? Is it <laughs> uh, yeah, it's stop animation. It's mixed in with uh, uh, CGI as well. Okay, a bit, all right. So. Um, it takes a long time to make a stop animation film, so some CGI was probably. Well, he's recently, uh, he's also the producer of Missing Link, which won Best Animated at Golden Globe. Oh, oh, that's the one that, that beat was out a the... huge fucking upset. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done a bunch of animation um, himself. Uh, just over the years, uh, Coraline, Paranorman, uh, Paranorman, sorry, uh, Box Trolls. Uh, so this was one wow. of his uh, latest efforts in stop motion. It came out in 2016. He also recently just directed Bumblebee. Uh, the oh, new shit. Oh, that's I why his name is familiar to me. Yeah, okay. which I hadn't finished, but I was actually like, okay, this is a nice step in the non-Michael Bay direction <laughs> oh, for <good>. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I know John Cena was kind of running the ship as... Uh, one of the lead actors, but uh, that's that's fine. Anyways, yeah. So Kubo's kind of takes place in feudal Japan. Follows the boy on his little sort of journey. He has this magical kind of loot guitar thing, and he takes on demons and yada yada. And it's a nice, great stop animation adventure. Cool. Yeah. Any any voices that are Charlie's known? Theron. Oh. Ooh. Um. Uh. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes, 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 yeah. Fiennes, I always yeah. get that kind of uh, messed up. He's fine. Uh, Fiennes. Yeah. Fiennes. George, uh, George Takai. Is that Welsh? George Takai. <laughs> <Dekai. laughs> nice. Matthew McConaughey. Holy shit. What? Rooney Mara. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck. Uh, hey, Rooney Mara. Nice segue. Rooney Mara. <laughs> nice. Um, That's coming up Keep later. that in mind it, for later. The, one of the problems with most of his movies, though, and it's nice actually seeing Missing Link getting some recognition, is uh, they haven't really done well at the box office. This cost I'm seeing here 60 mil. And it made a box office total of 77. So not really breaking even. But uh, Travis kind of comes from wealth as his parents, I think, are the owners of Nike. So he's oh, doing okay. oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. But, like Phil Knight is his father? Yes. Like, okay, he's fine. <laughs> Daddy, can I make a movie? Can yes. you sell some shoes and here's, let me make a movie? A, here's a billion dollars. Have yes. fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I, he's got the money and the resources to do something like that. And I've, I've enjoyed his movies sure, over yeah. the years. So, yeah, he does definitely come. He can from. do passion projects out the wazoo. $60 yeah. million dollar passion project. <laughs> uh, yeah, his dad is uh, net worth uh, $37.6 billion. Jesus. So, uh, Shit. Oh, no, we only made $77 million off this movie. Oh, Isn't geez. it always funny how you, you see the box office things that you said, oh, it cost $60 million and they only made $77 million. If you, you went out and 
five years said, oh, I only made $17 million the last five years. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, you're a disappointment to the family. <laughs> Get fucked, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> only $17 yeah, million. Maybe if you sold some shoes, boy. I, I made $130,000. <laughs> yeah. Follow in your father's footsteps. Do the right thing. What is your right? dad? Own Just Reebok? do it. No, he owns yeah. Nike. <laughs> This is a Nike family. You will make <laughs> Nike money. Like the movie, like the end credits is brought to you by Nike. The same right? kid, the same kids that made the shoes are the ones putting the movie sets together and yeah. stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they're doing the stop motion. <laughs> <laughs> takes forever. It's a promotion from a sweatshop to a stop motion animation You want to make 15 cents a day? You do this right. <laughs> the tiny hands are really good for yeah. manipulating. <laughs> Get right in the, 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 the oh. joints. We do not support sweatshops, FYI. <laughs> no, but like I said, uh, it's nice to see Missing Link uh, do well. It's going close yeah. because his studio is always kind of the most of the movies haven't done great. They haven't. They're not DreamWorks or, of course, Disney or even Sony Pictures or whatever. Uh, so it's kind of nice that Missing Link might get a little bit boost, and maybe we can see some more of it. I can't even think of which one Missing Link is. It's one of these abominable snowman movies is it, mm, that we yeah. just got bombarded with. Like, oh, Disney just made one, right? I think so. I think Hang it's on. called Abominable. Isn't there one Abomin- called like Smallfoot or Little Feet? Oh, and yeah, that like was with oppos- Channing Tatum. It's like the opposite, like the snowman discovers humans. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you have little feet. And uh, then there's a new uh, one where this <laughs> where this Yeti has superpowers. And and- that for 80 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like it's... That's awesome. It, it, Mr. Link recruits Explorer Sir Lionel Frost to help find his long-lost relatives. Hugh Jackman and, uh, is in yeah, it. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, yeah. Stephen Fry, David Williams, You know, Matt that's Lucas, a solid-sounding cast. So. Zach Galifianakis, Timothy oh, right Olyphant, Zoe Saldana. Like, there's a... Emma Thompson? Fuck. Like, Jesus. They got a lot of voices for that. And the animation is is a nice break. Like, mm. the standard Pixar, the standard Sony Entertainment. Yeah. Like, they... You know them. We've been... They've been jammed down our throats for years to see an underdog win in that category because I was watching it. Three Disney movies. It beat and they Toy knocked, Story, right? It beat Toy Story. It beat Lion King. Oh, and it beat Jesus. Aladdin? Mm, no, Aladdin, Aladdin was an animation. What no, was the other one? Oh, fuck. I can't Frozen. Remember. Frozen, that's it. Yeah. Anything that can beat Frozen is a plus in my book. Okay, so. Frozen, duh? Fro- duh, duh. You no. Know, okay. Yeah, Frozen, duh, because they made the cut. Yeah. Um, so how many uh, potential abominable snowmen that are in the movie out of 10 do you give it? Oh, no. Never mind. We're talking about Mr. Link. How many links are missing? No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, fuck. I kind of got off because I haven't watched Kubo in a couple of weeks. So I was just like, all right, I got to come up with the movie. Well, it's Kubo and the Two Strings, so I gave it two strings out of two. Perfect. There you go. Thanks for correcting my uh, little creative fuck up there. And Missing Link, I'll give five out of five. Why not? uh, Well, I got into, let me bring it up here. I got into 12 Strong. I don't know. Have any of the other guys seen 12 Strong yet? That's no. uh, Chris Hemsworth is in, yes. it, right, in the helm. Yeah. So uh, I've been meaning to, but military movies don't strike me as something I need to watch. Uh, you know what? I'm in that camp also. I, uh, I, I will I'm, watch them. I like watching them. I like the suspense. I like the, the, the big held breath that you need to take in certain battle scenes where you're right, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. so I, I like that aspect of them oh yeah okay yeah, go on yeah so, Sorry, so that's okay yeah reminder. Th- catch up um so it's the story of the original 12 soldiers who went in right after 9-11 like 32 oh. days after and their uh <clears throat> excuse me their job was to lace targets of al-qaeda bases and bring in the airstrikes and take out all the al-qaeda because they had that was they were the strongest at that time after completing 9-11. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to 
defeat them in any way possible. So they go into Afghanistan, they've got all this gear, and then they're, they're given horses, and they have to ride on horseback with a Afghanistan warlord into battle, like very ancient battle tactics that they're not used to with oh, all wow. of this high-tech military gear. Chris Helmsworth, Michael Shannon, Michael Pena. It's a pretty Ooh. strong cast. Oh, Pena. um, Pena's in it, yeah. So there's, like a, there's some humor. Uh, Chris Helmsworth is using that Boston accent he uses when he has to, when he has to be an American. It's the only one accent. It's the only the accent he has. <laughs> like it was in, uh, what was it? In, it's in every movie that he's ever done, basically. So uh, I, 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 I loved it. It's, it. It pulls at you because it's based on truth, right? So it's not just some made-up battle movie for you know some explosions and some gunfights. These guys were told that they had six weeks to do the op. Military planners told them it would take two years. <laughs> they did it in three weeks. Holy shit. Yeah, and they were in the mountains of Afghanistan, the Tang- Tianji or Tangi Valley. Um, so the battles that take place are actual battles that happened, but because it was such a highly sensitive and classified mission, they came home. They walked into their house and went back to business. There was no fanfare. <laughs> There's, th- th- it was, it was a completely classified mission until 2012, and in 2014 they erected no, 2014 and 2012. 12 is when they erected a monument outside of 9/11 grounds with a guy on a horse in honor of these guys who went oh, in. And then cool. 2014 it was declassified and people got to know about it. Cool. So I, I give it a I give it nine Colts out of ten. <laughs> is that nine thoroughbreds. Actual, is that the actual horse they use? No, I don't know what horse they use some sort of Afghan breed, obviously. I don't know. They didn't really they, they didn't fly in. <laughs> they did not fly in. They didn't but. airdrop in horses. Yeah, there was Operation the, Horse Drop. Operation Clydesdale. Ah, uh, we dropped him too high again. <laughs> Shit. Just, yeah. A bunch of Clydesdales pulling a big <laughs> cart of bud into war. <laughs> Sounds very American. It's and it's a good it's a good uh, way to get some Helmsworth in your life, yeah, Without having to take Thor, another, it's yeah. not Thor, right? Because he's got some fucking acting chops. He can really I, does. Can I just be a total dick? Yeah, it's Hemsworth. Is yeah. it? Yeah, Hel- you keep saying Helmsworth, <laughs> and that's from Lord of the Rings. So it's 2020, <laughs> and my problem with pronunciation, my name signers. <laughs> Is still going to happen, so I don't be a dick. It's fine. Okay. Hemsworth, Chris, Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, Christopher. If you're listening, I'm sorry. For <laughs> he was at the helm, name. but it's his name is Chris. Hem. It's, it's just Chris. Chris. No, okay. I don't know. <laughs> See if you're listening. I think I think he actually planted that in your because at the beginning, he said, oh, that's someone with Chris Hemsworth at the helm, and then you started saying Hemsworth. Probably. I'm very weak. All this Denzel. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's fucking he's just ma- master manipulator in the corner. Walks here. into the room, drops a wrench in the machine, and says, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. I'm fucking your podcast. I'm just up. trying to make sure everyone gets tired of you. What the fuck did you then... watch? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to preface yeah, this. Fuckery over I'm going to uh, pre- preface this as saying, I got a text at 950 last Denzel? night. Denzel. Denzel. It's preface. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Fuck, we're even. Whatever. <laughs> Still doesn't help that, dude, please have a movie to review that you watched last week. I'm like, well, it's 9.50 the night before we record. <laughs> yeah, they forgot to tell him the one. You're extremely <laughs> lucky that I just finished Countdown, the new horror movie with the Countdown app. Where yes, you download the app, the app that, yeah, yeah. and it tells you how long you have to live. Oh, yeah. Uh, the girl in it who was the main girl from You, season one. She's back from You. Okay. Let's bring uh, it up what's here her name? I have Elizabeth Lale. Okay. So... You, you guys know the pre- like do I have to like how deep yeah, the, it's get, just, just she, whoever's she, listening everyone's the downloading yeah. the app and everyone thinks it's a joke because it's obvious right uh, and they're all drinking around a table and then they all download the app one kid's got he's gonna live till 96 the other kid's gonna live till tw- like 85 and then the girl hers is two hours 
So of course she's like kind of nervous, but like <laughs> obviously it's like ah, it's just it's bullshit, right? Of course she dies two hours later, uh, and then a new story comes out where they another girl downloads it, and then it's all about her trying to avoid it and try and not die. <laughs> but uh, pretty pretty simple premise. It, it literally is. Don't but it was die. it was a really cool twist on. Sounds kind of like the ring. The horror, yeah, sort of. That you have seven days to die or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's very funny, surprisingly, because Tom Segura is in it, and he's the tech geek that sells her a new phone because she wants to try and get rid of this. Uh, you can't even delete the app off your phone. Oh. Uh, so then eventually the she, she she figures out what's going on and tries to read the terms and conditions, and it says if you breach it, you die earlier, and then stuff like that. But then she goes to a priest, and the priest says, "Well." Of course, there's an ancient book where it's happened thousands of years ago, Obviously. right? Always right? a story. And then, Always an ancient and book. And then must be some it, sort it, of ritual that can... It goes into how they protect <laughs> themselves, how they can trick the this demon that's t- killing people because of the app. And then just the way the demon looked was cool. It was different from what I haven't seen. The acting was good. The plot twist at the end was great. It was, it was a good movie. I give it... Nine out of ten days left to live. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that it. movie Truth or Dare. <laughs> yeah. Or Happy Death Day or any of those like gimmicky kind of. It was good because like there's jump scares, but you see them a mile away. But the jump stairs scares are cool. Okay. Uh, it's hilarious because the priest is, you know, from Wolf of Wall Street, the guy with the bad toupee. Oh, yeah. Him. I can't remember his name. And then Tom Segura is the tech geek who tries to hack the app, but he's hilarious in it. There's a post-credit scene. Please watch the post-credit scene. It's very, very funny. PJ Byrne is who you're talking yeah. about. Father John is his character yeah, name. Yeah, he's hilarious. Okay. They walk in on him, and he's like pl- blaring gangster rap and smoking weed. And they th- <laughs> and he's just sitting in the back of the church in this old library, just blasting black beats. And it's, it's, it's a really, it was a really good movie, but you have to stream it. It's not on anything yet, so. Okay. One, two, three movies will do it. That's uh, that is that's that's a great suggestion. I'm, I'm I, having Jimmy in our lives. He's gotten me back onto like the horror thriller genre. That's the only movies I can really watch, man. Unless, really? Yeah, sci-fi. If it's not sci-fi, like I have a pretty hard time sitting there and watching it. To be honest. Fuck biopics. I hate real life. <laughs> well, to a point. Like, okay. Yeah. Snowden. I've seen Snowden. I watched for the Snowden's first time like great. two weeks ago. I watched yeah. it three times that weekend. Wow. Ooh, another could, another little drop. Yeah, foreshadowing for my uh, little foreshadow droplets throughout yeah. the show until we get there. Well, let's Easter let's. Eggs. I've podcasted before. Eggs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He fucks. He knows. Uh, all right. Well, the you're clearly way more experienced than we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for, uh, for overshadowing our skills here. We, we appreciate it. <laughs> Fine. I'll dumb it down for you. <laughs> okay. Well, now moving that on. I get. <laughs> Take my hand, boy. <laughs> I have a sentence I'm about to say, but until I hear some sound effects for the trailer of the week. Trailer of the week. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> we, we don't buy music for the show, Denzel. We just implore or em, employ an amazing beatbox. I've tried to do it myself. We implore Chris to employ his skills. Yes, thank you. iTunes Words. doesn't like it when you them. steal things, so I can't do it either, so don't worry about it. Okay, let me bring up the, uh, the information here. So we did uh, New Mutants. Uh, directed by Josh Boone, who also did Fault in Our Stars and The Pretenders. Those are some of his credits. Uh, written by Josh Boone, and I, I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Kanat Lee, uh, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Macy Williams from Game of Thrones fame, mm-hmm. 
Antonio Banderas from Hollywood fame. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Antonio uh, Banderas? Antonio Banderas. Hey, not seen him in the trailer, I don't think. Uh, he's not in the trailer. He is, yeah. uh, he's post credit scene, apparently, bad okay. guy, not during the movie. Uh, Alice Braga, Charlie Heaton, and Blue Hunt. Would anyone like to share their first time? Rain? I was 13. I thought it was a dream. I just lost control. Sam? I started panicking. People got hurt. Roberto? My girlfriend had burned her. Eliana? I killed 18 men. One by one. So, what do we think? Who wants to go first? I'm excited only because I didn't know this was coming out. I remember hearing about it in, what, 2017, this movie was supposed to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then obviously they scrubbed it, but uh, I hope it does well because, like, I'm going to go see it. I'm a a sucker for a Marvel movie. But I hope it sets up something bigger. So, like, it is the intro to Mutants in the MCU. I agree. I hope that they wrap it in together or even with a good one good post-credit scene that sets up a good villain for this series an x-men reboot and yep. like all that fantastic four yeah. nonsense and stuff i hope it i hope it ties it all together well wouldn't it technically be the first time they've used the word mutant in it, the i think they MCU? brought it up once in the mcu but it was more like a passing and in ant-man and the wasp they say that uh what's the mom's name oh um she's Jan- in she's janet uh, janet van dyne van, van dyne yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah, yeah she's in that the what's it called the universe microverse or whatever it's called quantum Multi- realm. Quantum realm. Yeah, yeah, quantum yeah. realm she's in there for so long that she's like this place changes you so that was like a hint i think towards how they're gonna spit out mutants as in mm. like the quantum realm she, remember a... she just gets out and fixes that girl so they think that she mutated oh, while she's yeah. in the quantum realm so yes. that's i think that was their first Ghost. little like yeah i think that was their first little like here's a mutant we gotta we yeah. got a first one here well yeah. this is the licensing part right because they couldn't the MCU and Disney and well, didn't Fox own the rights mutants. to mutant. Yeah, no, they didn't. Right, really, so they couldn't use Literally the word the mutant. Word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that's why they had to call them in all of the Marvel series. They call them like Inhumans or, uh, you know, different words surrounding that powered oh, individual. That is serious. Well, and so Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch have been or are mutants mm-hmm. in the comics. But they were in the MCU, right? But they can't call them mutants. So they, what they call them, they're like, oh, it was special they're just gifted. Special or, or gifted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think something like that. And Magneto is their dad. Yeah. Yes, that I picked up on. Yep. And, okay. And then in the Fox movies, we did get Quicksilver. Quicksilver and Magneto. And they kind of hinted, oh, my dad, he like in Ben Mendel. <laughs> Guess who he is, guys? Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring him to show and tell. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is the scene where he goes to get. Scarlet Witch kind of half a, appears in one of the movies with Magneto. They like he goes to the house to get something, and there's like some reference to her, but she doesn't absorb like none of her skills or anything like that. There was oh. some weird reference. I'd have to check it, but if you go through, it's like kind of an Easter egg thing. It it looks it looks like a horror to me more than it looks like a traditional Marvel movie. When like Quicksilver's in it, they have a scene at the house when he goes to get Quicksilver. That Scarlet Witch is actually in the house. Yeah, it's like his. And little he makes a comment about my sister about something. Okay. Yada yada. So, like, we're I guess so we're all hoping. I'm I'm seriously hoping that this brings in the the purchase, the Fox purchase. Like, it yeah. starts to kind of get the balls rolling. Wouldn't. 
it's too much money to to, to leave lose. yeah like, to leave it on it, the table and and well it's interesting where they're dropping it just a few weeks before Black Widow, um, yeah yeah Black okay Widow, Black Widow's the next is the first week in May I think yeah um yeah, yeah. and that's like the first week of April so they're not giving it like too much room to breathe it'll probably get a nice little following I'd imagine I think it would have made more sense that it release it uh, around Halloween with how horrific it is yeah but I noticed the MCU is gonna kind of i think they're hinting towards a darker part of their universe because like deadpool's coming in and that's a rated r morbius i've heard talk is going to be rated r uh then with this movie being more sci-fi supernatural i think that's going to hint towards where the doctor strange movie's going because then now blade yeah blade's a darker vampire movie right so i I think i think they're hinting this towards that like there's going to be your x-men and then there's going to be your mutants so i think they're gonna i think i think they're gonna have it like they're all mutants, but there's the darker supernatural because the the superpowers in that movie, like one girl can the first girl. Do you have her? I'll powers give you the there? rundown. Yeah, yeah, actually, Macy Williams plays Wolfbane. Uh, she's a Scottish mutant struggling to reconcile her religious beliefs with the power to turn into a wolf. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is Ileana Rasputin or magic. She's a Russian mutant with sorcery powers. Mm-hmm. She uses teleportation discs to travel. She's any, the sister of Colossus from the X-Men. Any relationship to the Rasputin? Uh, no. Yes, way down the line. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Heaton, who we know is from uh, Stranger Things. Yep. Right? He plays Cannonball. An oh, American nice. mutant who can propel himself into the air and is invulnerable while doing so. He harnesses the power of the sun. I Alice Braga is uh, the caretaker, the nurse that you saw there who was leading the group session. Right. She has uh, a protective force field she can place around herself As and others. Yeah. And uh, Blue Hunt plays Mirage. That's a Native American mutant uh, who has the power to create illusions drawn from the fears and desires of a person's mind. And then the one you just mentioned, Henry Zaga, That's plays Sunspot, okay. who's a Brazilian mutant with the ability to manipulate solar energy. And the whole overwhelming thing, not to spoil it for anybody, is they believe the main antagonist is Demon Bear, yep. who is a bad guy who can use your worst fears against you. So they kind of oh, say how you're okay. living in a cage and everybody's own worst fears being played out for them. And I cool. think that bear character is the one possessing the one who's running that hospital. And that's who they think he's possessing that woman to keep them all there and like Works She's a puppet science. master, yeah, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, that yeah. sounds okay. right. Yeah. All right, because that's again what new rock stars told me. No. so I believe that has <laughs> <laughs> Read it online. Um, Eric Voss is online. Excuse my ignorance. These are new characters, or are they rooted in comic book comic lore? Book. They, they are, are comic, comic book lore. Because yeah, okay, I know, I know some of them. Okay, because I don't know any of them. I know no, I, before this. Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy who like knows the hit single on the CD, but like the really <laughs> good songs that you have to go buy the album for. So like I was always like as a youth I was always attracted to the very big characters Wolver- that had their Wol- like, Wolverine, Wolverine Spider Man, Captain America, Cyclops. <laughs> so you, when you get off the family tree really mm. deep, I don't have a. Well, I was kind of wondering how they're gonna tie in Wolverine into this movie somehow because all Fox <laughs> movies somehow somehow like, guys here. Wolverine is the tentpole. I, I think that's around. Deadpool's job. Because Hugh Jackman said he he'll come back if it's in a Deadpool movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So. And it just has to be the right right moment. Uh, are we all trailer? Are we all theater bound for this? Or are yep. we going to wait till it's, you're going you're going to go to the theaters go to for, the theater it? for it? For yeah. Mark, what do you? Uh, you know what? I might I might go to the theater for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. What was the was it a DC universe? There was another like sort of Superman origin horror movie that oh, was coming um, out too. No, it was out already. Elizabeth Banks was the mom, right? Yeah. 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 
with little kid starts exhibiting all these powers, kind of like Superman. It's if he, it's if Superman uses powers for evil. Yeah, oh, it yeah, bright, it's like a horror bright, movie for Brightburn. Brightburn. Bright bright oh, yes. um, what's his name? That's James Gunn. James, James Gunn. Gunn did it. Yeah, James Gunn. Yeah. Did anybody see that? Or no, I don't know. No. Maybe a one-two punch on New Mutants and no Brightburn. Yeah. Well, I I'm not evil mutants. I'm not as excited as you guys because I don't have the back the back story from my youth to, to go into it but i am excited for the whole start of bringing mutants into the mcu and and so on and so forth so th- i'll go see it in a the theater for that i but think I, moving forward though like this movie inhumans black widow i'm not overly excited for it i want to see the post credit to see where it's going that's what yeah. gets yeah. me excited that, and that's what i'm saying that's, is it like what's the launch pad to for me this? is like where are they gonna go with this that's why i'm gonna go see if it. they drop a tie-in to the rest of the universe well, that's what i mean the like movie, yeah, at the very yeah. end all of a sudden they just have like the, one of the kids show up to the house and it's just Doctor X's voice. Come on in, like, like that would be perfect. Like, that thank would be you, awesome. like, yeah. yeah. Well, and like the just a side note, the power of an end credit scene now. Oh my god! Every is, movie does it. Every movie does it, and but it now it's if everybody was doing it, it's got to be done right. Yeah, because there's been some end credit scenes that then Absolute nothing has happened dog from, shit. right? Yeah. And then there's been some ones that just like make you wet yourself with excitement because you're like, oh my god, I can't fucking believe they're doing this. Like, it's exactly what I want. So. Um, yeah, if they if they throw an end credit scene in there, I might get a half chub for sure. Just something. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into the debate, Denzel, you brought up something that uh, I wanted to do today, and we're going to come back to it in a year from oh, now. Oh, yes. Okay, at, right. One, yeah, once yeah. we figure out who does what. So oh, yeah. you wanted to bring in uh, basically a prediction. So to yeah, speak. we get a little Nostradamus on the show. Um, out of all of the big 2020 movies that are coming out, we're going to call it today. And we'll, re- we'll revisit this in December. What major blockbuster is going to be the movie of 2020? Okay. Based on financial success. But what if I pick a movie like, like I want to pick uh, The Matrix. Yeah, that's fine. But that's in the middle of the year. So it's it a, can't be the total gross because then now I only have six months left till December 31st, so right? So opening weekend then. We'll do whatever the predict opening weekend is, right? Yeah, biggest that's the opening. only that's the only way to do it, right? Well, really, and yeah, everyone knows your opening weekend is kind of your trendsetter for the next X yeah. amount of time yeah, yeah. in the theater until you pull. So, okay, yeah, rules are biggest 2020 opening weekend. Oh, Can boy. I take out a loan oh. and go see it a million times to win? <laughs> <laughs> To win 10, 10 20, what are we throwing down on this? 20 bucks? I, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too, yeah. Let's do uh, $40 to the winner. Uh, Denzel, because you're a guest, you get to go first. So you, your prediction I'm is? I'm going to go Matrix. Matrix 4. Yeah. Um, Does that come out this year? Yeah. Nope, 2021. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. Nope, you've locked in your choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. So, um, best of luck. Yes, well done. You will win 2021's game yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Matrix. You know what? That you, comes out the yeah, same year as yeah. John Wick Four, so we're yeah. a while. I thought, and yeah, I thought it was this year yeah. for some reason. That's okay. Why. No, I did too. Oh, he thinks yeah. he knows movies. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I think I know movies. So we're I'm doing fucking opening. doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's my show. Fuck. Can I pick whatever Chris Helmsworth is? <laughs> exactly. Twelve strong. Twelve strong. <laughs> Twelve strong. The sequel. New Helmsworth. Twenty-four. Movies. <laughs> Uh, okay, so take a second on that one because uh, I know Mark is ready. So Mark, go with your pick. I, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna pick the Fast and the Furious Nine. Yeah, yeah. For box office, I've uh, I've just got off the horn here with Synalytics, and okay. they say <laughs> that uh, FF Nine gonna gonna rock this year. Yeah, big opening weekend. It it. I mean, it's 
It's opening Labor Day, long weekend. That is a Huge. weekend. I get a long yeah. weekend. You get a yeah. long yeah. weekend. No, I'm just making this up. I don't fucking know. I don't. Well, if it does open on a long weekend, you're right. Yeah. Like so, but who knows when what date it's going to open? But um, I, yeah, we saw Hobbs and Shaw together. That pulled in, I think, eight hundred million. Yeah, and it's a shit move. Like it's not even. It's not even part of the. Yeah, it's, it's not even part of the actual canon yeah. necessarily. It's just it's two not? dudes. No, or well, not it's particularly the, like, loosely. Kind yeah, of. it it pulls in both of their professions from what they were in the Fast and Furious series. Yeah, but it's a whole new story. So yeah. like, there's nothing that is like nobody else it's is. It's not really a tie-in. No, it's a just. Oh, okay. It's it's Fast and the Furious present Hobbs and Shaw is what yeah. it is. It's so. like everybody loves The Rock and Statham. Let's just stick him in a movie and yeah. bullshit up, and we'll make a billion. And yeah, and then you slap the Fast and Furious <laughs> name on there, and exactly. Make an extra two hundred million. Literally there. print money. Yeah, totally. Okay, Chris, what's your prediction for? Uh, for well, I'm gonna. Uh, this is for opening weekend. Yeah, Fast and Furious. That's a. That's a that's a tough one to beat. I was gonna I'm gonna go with Wonder Woman. I think uh, Wonder Woman '84 is gonna take a really good opening weekend. Um, but I want to say for the whole for the whole year, uh, Mulan I think will take. Uh, yeah, gross. Like, gross. I think you're right. Yeah, gross out I think year. Mulan yeah. will get it if it's even halfway sort of fun and decent and as accessible like Aladdin and Lion King last year for Disney. But you have the China market. That seems to be the big kid, like the family release of the year, right? It is. Yeah. And the trailer after realizing, because I never saw the Disney Mulan. I Mm kind of skipped that one. Uh, But I I agree. Mulan's my big pick um, for domestic for that week. Like we we should have clarified this domestic or international. Well, none of these movies come out for a little while. So I think uh, none of these movies come out for a little while. So I think we can fine tune the rules. Okay. I think because like, you know, how like it comes out. What? (laughs) On a Thursday? This is my massage. He's yeah. massaging. He's it as it goes yeah. on. casting yeah. a fucking spell on me. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> what? It comes out on a Thursday, and then Sunday night is opening weekend? Is that how that works? Yeah. Thursday midnight, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, by Monday morning, box office results Yeah, are I in. think that's what we should pick then. Okay, yeah. So Mulan is my pick for box office weekend, mostly because of the simple fact that it looks really fucking awesome. Like it, and it's a great story. It's yeah. it's 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 a story that's needed right now. Like mm-hmm. not not wanting to get too political, but a female who wants to be a warrior to avenge her family. That's very 2020. That's very on the nose. It's very topical. So I think that's going to pull a lot of families in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On top of the fact that it's finally a live action Disney that doesn't require extra animation or animals. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Right. Like Lion King. Yeah, Chris said it. Jungle Bob, Book. Lion jungle, King. Right. Oh like, God. Yeah. Like even Aladdin was live action, but then the genie was was like uh, I don't I don't even know how to explain that atrocity. It was funny, but I just don't know how to explain the 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 yeah. But it's just a pure movie. The pure movie, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's what people I think are finally wanting to pull. Like Maleficent. Maleficent. Maleficent yeah. is an example of live action. Yeah idea as opposed to throwing in you know timon and pumbaa who are actual pigs and rodents but snow white in the huntsman yes there you go that's <laughs> what i'm talking Isn't that about chris hemsworth too yes <laughs> Hel- it? helms <laughs> he's at the helms that guy's in everything <laughs> i know right no wonder he can donate all that money to australia guy donates one million or something like that all right denzel back uh, to you 2020 right? i'm giving 2020. it to okay it's at the very bottom here venom 2 you oh. know what? That's a that's not a bad pick. It for made a billion. The first one made a yeah. billion, so I can't imagine. It's gonna and have there's a bad talk weekend. of tying it into the Spider-Man universe. Potentially, they think they think the next Spider-Man movie will be a Venom villain. They oh. they think it. They think the next one doppelganger. You know Venom what? I that I now Spider-Man. I think you're gonna win. Well, see, I was gonna go Wonder Woman, but then you picked Wonder Woman, so I'm gonna go Venom too. 
And Carnage is going to be in it. He's on the poster. Fuck, it's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, no, it's, I'm actually really it's, looking forward to that release. It, I mean, it. it Hardy was great. Yeah, he, was. he actually did a. I was very nervous because I was like, I know Tom Hardy can do no wrong. Like he doesn't make a bad movie, but I was like, it's kind of, is this really for him? He but did then, the comedy good. Yeah, like, like he's just a, such a good actor. Yeah. Like, the exchange of the suit and Tom Hardy talk. Oh, I want to eat. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, like he did the, that voice. <laughs> I can't believe he did the voice too. That like, was him doing. He did, I'm pretty yeah, sure he, he did, did both yeah. voices. Oh, it was that's so even and it was so the interplay was awesome. And Venom's face was his motion capture, kind of like how Ryan Reynolds. Aren't you going to tell about what happened earlier? No, yeah. no, we're not going <laughs> to no, talk. No, about we're not. The way they did that was he recorded his line and then spoke into a microphone. Recorded his line, spoken, and then he had an earpiece in. Oh. So he was timing. So he could hear it. himself. He was back. timing it with, oh. like, he was having a conversation with himself in his ear. Is apparently how they did that, I which see. I think is cool as shit. The, the scenes when he's like not with the symbiote, where like one where they're hungry and he's having that conversation is hilarious. And when he's in like the lobster tank, yeah, the lobster <laughs> tank, oh, awesome. raw lobster. <laughs> he's just casually having a conversation. And, ah! Is it hot in here? He's just like swimming in the lobster tank. That was amazing. Perfect. Okay, so we have Venom two, we have Fast and Furious nine, we have sorry, Chris Mulan, Mulan and Mulan. So we got two Mulans. No Mulan and uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. So okay. yeah. his is year total. So but. as of right now, from Thursday midnight to Sunday midnight is your time to make money. Yep. Okay. Yep. Definitely. I think the internet will tell us that. Right? You can just literally punch in opening weekend. Right? You go to IMDb Monday morning. Worldwide, and every, worldwide, or North American. Well, we get the North American release first. Okay, yeah. so, so we can do. We have lots of time. You guys let, have lots. of Let's time go now. with our market because as soon as we go into the European and China market, game over, right? And like, it's always a different movie when China gets it, anyway. Exactly. Right? Like, I think Mulan's not gonna fucking own China. Well, that's kind of where Chris is thinking. <laughs> I think yeah, he's thinking will. long term that you know China's gonna show up that day and then the, all, the, uh, all bets are off. The Mulan herself, I think, has spoken out against the protests. In she has. So yeah, I saw that. She's already so, doing promo for it. Yeah. Good, good job. Yeah. yeah so. She's she's pulling in all the all the yeah. sympathizers for sure. All right. Well, uh, now that that's settled, uh, time for the debate. Time to the debate. The debate. The debate. The debate. The debate. Um, debate. Let me bring up the list here today. So um, this one was inspired by. The classic bodyguard movie, The Bodyguard, starring Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Lady and I. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's all we can use. Uh, that's, that's, yes, I think we have yeah. a drop from that movie. Can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I came up with this one. Uh, I've been, uh, again, playing, tinkering with this one for a while. Um, people who are of a high profile eventually end up like I, David Beckham's kids is where this kind of came from. Cause I know he's got protection and there's yeah, a come rumor. On. Are you serious? There's also a rumor that they're RFD eyed. Like they've got the chip in them. This is just on the tabloids, but I was like, yeah, eventually pe certain people require protection in, in any way, shape or form. So I wanted to kind of frame a debate around the idea inspired by the bodyguard. Cause Whitney Houston is a, 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 the best diva in my opinion in that movie. And it's definitely a reoccurring plot that, that comes in and out of movies, right? Somebody of some importance needs to be protected from something else. Exactly. And not so much in like a superhero villain kind of, you know, protecting the innocent, but like someone who requires 24 hour protection. Mm -hmm. Well, one I thought, well, no, we can talk about it. Like, I was like smoking aces. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's one that I thought of. That's not your typical. I didn't even think right? of that one. That's your, somebody being protected. And then the entire movie is about people trying to get to him. Oh, right. That yeah. great movie with Piven and, 
Did you ever see the sequel? No. It's it, it, it's bad. There's a, there's a sequel? <laughs> you ever see the sequel? Smoke and good, Aces good, too. don't. Yeah. So that's when you don't really think of that kind of fits no, the genre, right? Somebody being protected, other people trying to get them. Exactly. Okay, so. Except you're cheering for the people trying to get them most of the time. You, you, yeah, you, you are, right? That's what the chase is. Um, so the premise basically was you're a high-profile individual who has just found out that you require a security detail and a bodyguard. Who do you hire as your bodyguard? Who are you? And what's the situation you need protection from? And Mark kind of added to this where he was like, yeah, we could just pick a bodyguard and argue that. But I like how these debates are kind of turning into points are awarded for not only just the pick, but the, your, crea- the, the, the creativity. Creative, yeah, the, the creative pick, process yeah. behind it. So we're going to be judging based on who you pick, <laughs> the situation itself, and then um, your obvious. So this is not a four corners match with bodyguard no, ex- versus bodyguard. Yeah, okay. exactly. It's the scenario. <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scenario and the and character. In this yeah, and your backstory. It's the scenario you find yourself in with your bodyguard. Exactly. So um, without uh, carrying And not just like, oh, he just takes me to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> wow, great story. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I use a self-checkout. <laughs> He can you go, can you go run that through for me? He doesn't put the house carry the bag. That drags down to like, are you really just going to buy cereal? Like, I'm here to protect you. I need you to eat better than this. Yeah. <laughs> Protects my health. Yeah. My bodyguard's also a dietitian. <laughs> Too many calories for the day there, sir. Um, Cigarettes right. again? <laughs> Chris, start us off, buddy. Okay. Uh, I chose Ken Reeves' character from Speed, Jack Traven. Uh, former LAPD officer. I gotta get on that bus. You gotta get on. Yeah, yeah, you get on the bus. Uh, who's famous for helping take down Dennis Hopper as a terrorist in LA in 1992. Anyways, he's now <laughs> my bodyguard, and I am the mayor of the city of Winnipeg, and I own a lot of stock in oil. And <laughs> I don't want Winnipeg Transit to be a thing anymore. Oh, boy. So oh, you're a dick. I, I no shut it protection. down. <laughs> I shut it down so I can get more cars in the road and more money in my pockets. This doesn't go over well with the citizens of Winnipeg. Oh, no shit, huh? So after I lay this bill down and I'm leaving City Hall, there's thousands of protesters wanting my head. But I have former LAPD officer Jack Traven by my side. Uh, my limo has been torched. So what uh, what is our escape vehicle? Well, one of our banded one of our banded buses. <laughs> so away we go as we are chased by many many Winnipeggers as well as police. The police have turned their back towards me. I am now a fugitive of the law. Uh, for reasons you can probably imagine. <laughs> is this um, like foreseeing how Bullman's going to go up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sir, get on the bus. So, is there anything else? Very I, I chose Jack because he's, he's pretty skillful in all his sort of uh, expertise as being an officer in Hollywood, especially um, going to the extreme to do very many ridiculous stunts. Uh, what's the cops going to do here in Winnipeg? Well, they're going to send out their police tank that they have after us. <laughs> that hasn't been used for that weeks. never been used. A $600,000 so, tank or whatever. So, used for photo ops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And that's why it's easier to take down because the guy that's driving it and the guy that's shooting it, they're not that skilled. So Jack's able to, you know, cunningly, like, fire back with the shots and the bullet. And then he kills them and that crashes. Big explosion. It's great. I don't know. Somewhere down Portage. 
Anyways, as we continue on now, the police helicopter that we also have in this city is coming down, and they're dropping SWAT on the top of the, the bus, and I'm driving the bus because there's only the two of us. Um, I know. It's a, it's a tag team effort. I hope you're not paying this guy too much. For, you're doing all the work. Well, no, I will be. I will because okay. of all the oil. He's helping. Oh, so, okay. so the SWAT drops down on the bus, and he has to go up, and now he's fighting them. He's battling them that way, and he... Shoots the helicopter and it blows up as well. Just one bullet, right? Like that's all. It Tom Hanks shooting yeah. a tank or it's a movie bullet. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we we Magical finally <laughs> we finally kind of we finally get away from all them. He takes back over driving because he's also really skilled driving. Um, but we're coming close to a dead end. We're coming to rapid transit, uh, which hasn't <laughs> been completed yet. Okay. <laughs> so we just take it off on a huge jump and it kind of crashes the box, the bus, and the bus has now been immobilized. But it's all right because we're at a destination. We have our own escape chopper on the top of this building, uh, another abandoned building, because that's just Winnipeg. That's Winnipeg. I was just going to say. <laughs> so we hightail it to the top, but when we get there, who's waiting for us? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But it's Annie, Sandra Bullock's character. Oh. She can't believe the man that Jack's become. And with two <laughs> shots to the chest, she takes Jack down. When he, when he's, when he has, lets his guard down. I hold Jack, and he dies in my arms. Police come. They arrest me, and... And he takes a much-needed cruise on a cruise ship. Q Speed 2. Q Speed 2 with Patrick Wilson. (laughs) And that's my adventure with Jack Trapper. Is he a good bodyguard? I don't know. It was a fun day. <laughs> it was a great bus ride. Yeah. You know, you know what I really like about that story? I think you could probably tell that on stage, too, and get good laughs out of it, too. Like, that sounds like a bit. Well. <laughs> That's what I appreciate out of it the most. That could just be the way you delivered it, though. But again, probably. But again, comedian, right? Good delivery. He, he, great backstory. Of, of an inferior product. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it sucks, though. That's some, that's some no name there, buddy. I I just I feel that a bus is an easily moving like I I I you're I'm going with uh, suspended disbelief like a '90s action movie. <laughs> okay, all right. I feel like we're on like MasterChef and potentially we're expecting somebody to submit a fucking gourmet meal and you hand in a really well done peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like, this grilled good. cheese is like the it's best a great grilled cheese. grilled cheese, but still grilled cheese. Uh, I like Jack. I. <sighs> I get how he's. I get how an ex cop could definitely become a bodyguard, right? Like it's a smooth transition for him. Um, but with I, I, I feel that he needs to do more. I feel I don't that know you're why he goes getting, evil, but uh, yeah. okay. his innate <laughs> sense of good might. Yeah. Have, yeah. You know what? I will give it to it, the bus as the vehicle, though, because think like there's so many places for you to crouch on a bus and you won't get hit by a bullet. So I'll give okay. that a bit of realism. Right. It's yeah. heavy. Car, like if you hit it with a car, the car is going to move. The bus will not lose that battle. It's a tandem axle, so it's got four wheels in the back. Very tough to shoot the inside wheel. So you're pretty much, if they pop the outside tires, I don't think they're going to have much of an opportunity to get to the inside tires. This is true. Uh, it's a big engine. If you get that thing going at 100. Engine, the engine at the back, though, that's the only downfall is it's exposed. Are people chasing you? Were there people in cars? Well, the tan- they were trying, but we were getting away. Yeah, I'm gonna assume that because of a helicopter, because of a helicopter, they're shooting down. Okay. So, but I, but even then, though, like. But Jack and the magic bullet. 
Sounds yeah. like a children's story. Took out, <laughs> took you, out the helicopter. Jack the magic <laughs> Have you never laid on the ground, shot your gun up in the air, and gone ah? <laughs> yeah. And also another Keanu Reeves vehicle, right? So there you go. And Keanu true. Reeves doesn't die, right? So yeah. we've all seen the first three yeah. John Wick movies, right? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say if your if your bodyguard uh, Keanu Reeves can channel his other characters, then that's pretty sweet. <laughs> if he just has to pull some Neo and, and some Const- John Const- Wick yeah. and combine yeah. it in Constantine, yeah. forty-seven Ronin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty solid uh, pool to yeah. the yeah. Deadpool Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And then and then lastly, he's like, we need to jump into this phone booth and go back in time. And then that cute. And cue, that's how you escape. Cute black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call, calls but, up Rufus little, and you're gone. Little known to you, he actually takes you back in time to before you start doing bad things and stops you from doing it all. Yeah. Like, oh, so like really, kill, he's good in the end. Like yes. killing baby Hitler, except he's killing baby mayor of Winnipeg. Yeah. Has has that been a movie actually you mentioned about baby Hitler where someone's gone back and just kidnapped Hitler and then raised him to be good? That's never I've never sounds like a screenplay. Do you want to work do you want to workshop that after? (laughs) Is that an okay thing to do? I don't know. Well, Jojo Rabbit just got made and that's only about Hitler, so that's doing well, isn't it? Like (laughs) I feel that there's a great Hitler youth camp thing. Was that the one? Yeah. It's it's Hitler. We saw the preview. Is he trying to push Hitler as like a normal guy? Well, they're trying. No, 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 they're but it, uh, he's a figment of the kid's imagination. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And the kid is like pro, like Hitler. Of course, he's yeah, just growing he's a up. German he's kid, just, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah German, he's German. Fear, and yeah. he just he, Hitler's my best friend. I think yeah. he says that like a bunch of times. <laughs> but it's Taika Waititi, and we love him. Yeah, so. it's not like the movie expands upon that and builds upon it. I I think you could get away with going back in time and capturing baby Hitler and killing because like they mentioned that in endgame yep. where where kill baby war, thanos. war machines like why don't we just go back to find baby thanos and you but know, according and, to that movie the, an- the ancient one can show you where that goes wrong yes ex- yeah. well because you create a new timeline not <laughs> or an alternate timeline yes. you don't create yes a new i one. know everything i learned from back to the future is wrong yeah hot tub time machine all right all right all right okay good. we can do this for days let's get on to mine all right so um I had two scenarios. I've made a game time decision just because the first one doesn't like it's it's fun, but it's not as great. So um, I am a piece of shit venture capitalist. I'm full of greed. All I want to do is just get mine and fuck the world. So through mergers and acquisitions, acquisitions, (laughs) um, I have somehow managed to get the viral medication needed for every HIV patient on the planet. It's the, the it's the battery of medications that you're put through when you get HIV. Mm-hmm. And I've taken those drugs and I've increased them a thousand percent. Oh, right. So in the meeting that this all takes place in, my dickhead publicist, who thinks it's a great idea to release this to, you know, all of the money management uh, media outlets, lets everybody know that I've done this as opposed to just trying to keep it under the wraps and like let, you know, healthcare deal with it as they may. And uh, so now everybody knows, and I'm trapped in my building. I'm trapped in my boardroom. I, I, and so I call up my bodyguard, say, listen, you've got to get me out of here and get me to safe haven somewhere probably where there's no extradition or there's, there's, there's no political agreements between Winnipeg and, and such a place. Enter Dr. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> I mean, Dr. King Schultz. <laughs> That's the actor's name. Christoph Waltz playing Dr. King Schultz from Django Unchained. That's who I picked for my bodyguard. The state places a bounty on a man's head. 
I track that man, I find that man, I kill that man. After I've killed him, I transport that man's corpse back to the authorities. Um, reasons why I kind of picked him, uh, more or less. You'd have a lot of fun. Well, yeah, I mean, if I ever had a rotten tooth, I got a dentist <laughs> kicking around, but that was, that kind of wasn't why. Uh, I thought you were needing a bodyguard, not a dentist. <laughs> well, body a dentist turned bounty hunter okay that was the number one reason why i picked him because was he of his... actually a dentist or is that just a cover in that movie i don't know i'm going with suspending disbelief i'm on the chris stanton train so i'm just going from movie canon alone so uh reason number one manners and communication the guy's a very charming individual he's great at diffusing situations you've got the uh you've got the Candyland incident on the road where he's trying to get Django to stop being a dick um you've got the bar scene when the bartender's like you can't give black beer to a black man and then they go out and, oh yeah, yeah you know so there's a lot of different scenes where there's a lot of miscommunication and he can talk anybody down right so you anybody who's like what they they, they want to shoot me they want to capture me they want to take me for ransom i feel that he can talk his way into communicating a proper um exchange for whatever's going so on. So you're going to be staying in the public eye. Yes. And being protected. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's like, I, 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 I'm not being shipped off to a hidden island. And I just need to escape the building because there's tons of people outside protesting. You know, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm bad guy. Number one in, in the healthcare public eye. Uh, number two for my pick. Uh, he went undercover. He went to Candyland undercover. So if I need True, Intel, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like he was pretending to be a Mandingo fighter buyer. That's the best way I could explain that. So he sat in front of DiCaprio's character for hours brokering a deal for Django's wife. I feel that that's a really good trait when it comes to finding out who's where and what. Like he can kind of infiltrate different situations, um, get intel for me, so on and so forth. Very malleable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his German accent. Who doesn't love listening to that <laughs> lovely German accent? I mean, that would that would. Some people are intoxicated by an accent, which is I'm one of them. That's why I picked that. Uh, weapons ability. He's great at long range. He's great at short range. He's got explosives when he blows up the trailer and kills all those guys putting on the on the masks in the movie. So I definitely feel that if it's just me and him in a scenario, he can handle himself weaponry-wise. Uh, leadership. He's great. I, I, maybe I shouldn't say leadership. I should say uh, ed, like he's a great teacher. He taught Django... Oh, basically yeah, how to, how to go yeah. from being a slave to being a bounty hunter. So me being this little fucking weasel that I am, buying up all these AIDS drugs, I don't know how to fight. I don't know how to protect myself. So I feel that he would be, you know, pick up this gun, teach me how to turn the safety off, right? Teach me how to fight my way out of any given situation with his previously found body hunter skills. Um, and lastly, his dislike of racism. He hates racism. So I feel that he's going to profile people accordingly and not get caught up with skin color or background. Uh, very practical man, right? So when it comes to setting up my protection detail, he's going to look at every bit of information in front of him instead of just being like, well, that guy looks like he wants to kill you because he's got a mean look, right? So he's not going in one direction where something else might happen. It's a, he's, a, he's a great profiler. And then lastly, his tracking ability. Like if, he need, if, if we need to find out where people are, he tracked people all over the United States. He had to interview people and get information out of them. So if there's a danger out there and he's got to find out where it is or get to me and I'm lost in between where we're supposed to get to, I feel his tracking ability would definitely come into play and get my ass to uh, a safe space while I continue to live out my days as the biggest asshole <laughs> in uh, the public eye in the healthcare system. Mike, I feel 
as though you made a peanut butter sandwich. Made, no, you made a great argument for his skill set and how he'd be the perfect person to hire, to find you, not to protect you. <laughs> to find your ass and bring you back to justice. Now, the only gripe, the only gripe I have... Are you, but it was well done. Are you in the late 1800s, or is he in the year 2020? He's in. He's he's now. So the the situation. Are his weapons now. upgraded? Yes. He uh, used like some flint, like the it looked like the <laughs> pistols. A musket. If you if you tilted too low, well, you just lost your bullet. Sorry. <laughs> yes, like I, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I I took everything of his skill and I guess made we, it. Yeah, you can make it modern. Brought okay. it to today. Yeah, we we normally mention that but for all intents and purposes because like, as you're talking i'm like is everything he, is, is to scale he, everything is <laughs> was, <laughs> well, i oh told God. him about that earlier <laughs> was hiv in the 1800s was that when did the guy have sex with the monkey it was, was just considered post? a minor cold back then nobody really knew what to call it so um, <laughs> it was just the death the death yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah he done died oh he's sniffling let's just take him out yeah. now Shoot him. Um, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Chris, any... <laughs> I feel better. Uh, I might go for a while. Well, like... Hmm. No, I had to keep thinking. I was hoping they were going to talk a bit longer. <laughs> the only... Maybe... maybe You're going to hide behind our banter? I, I, if, <laughs> well, if I'm going in the grand scheme of things, it was one of your more vanilla ones, I feel. You didn't have... There wasn't as, like a pop to it that really stood out for me. Yeah. And like kind of Mark can, was saying... Yeah. It was a unique pick, though. I'll give you that you, one. Like that was outside the box. You, I think. You're, you're uh, the yeah. The pick's good. I think uh, he would be someone to who would be a good bodyguard per se. But um, I think his cons might be too long, though, because like for him to infiltrate that would probably like over the span that was like two weeks. Yeah, no, you you definitely he, like it oh, wasn't he's like very an very good success. at it, but it's slow. It's a slow process. He's good at the long con. The long yeah. con. So I'm not yeah. sure if that will work. Not the out. quick because he's maybe good at tracking, right? Like yeah. so and tracking takes, takes time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whereas I'm trapped so in the boardroom, and I you get need the f- like I need I need instant. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. He's definitely. like, okay, give me a couple of months, and I'll figure something out. You're like, no. He's there with his fucking ear to the ground, listening if people are coming after you. No, we just need to get the fuck out. I wouldn't and, doubt that he's an improviser though. Like he probably could get you out of there pretty quick, but it won't. It'll, I bet you it'll be sloppier than if he had like to sit down, like how him and Django had a beer. Yeah, like you could do it quick, right? To get like you out of sloppier the than standing on a bus driving around Winnipeg shooting at a helicopter? no, not that sloppy. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> You're right. No, when you say vanilla, yeah, I have this tendency to either go dark or go vanilla. Right? It, I I have no swirl. I have chocolate or vanilla. I, feel, I don't have. I a feel swirl, as though Mike, so you just weren't high enough when you were going over this. <laughs> <laughs> I have made some 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 changes to my writing and researching, ah. and they are a little bit more uh, uh, sober. I guess would be the best <laughs> word to to use. So yeah, I have a feeling that most of my uh, weird, awkward sexually ridiculous dark ideas definitely came from the bottom of a bowl of wheat it's almost like your your imagination has been muted in some way all right well just for you next one i'll get fucking wrecked and try to write something out and see where it goes Uh, we need some mushrooms involved or something i want i want you to pick the dragon from shrek as your bodyguard or something uh all right well mark let's move on to you sir I got, you know what I uh, I the, the year's 2020, correct? We live in a <laughs> we live in a digital age, and uh, wars are fought over over wires and computers. They're not fought on land anymore. 
Um, Wi-Fi is our, our I'm working I, since I'm Canadian. I'm going to keep it here. I work for CSIS, the Canadian Intelligence Service. Yes. Um, during my tenure with CSIS um, as a data analyst, um, I've come across this information that unbeknownst to the rest of the, the country, that the CSIS has implemented a program similar to PRISM in the United States. Ooh. What's PRISM? What's PRISM for backstory for anybody who doesn't know? Yeah, I was going to say what's It's a way of monitoring internet traffic, phone calls, homeland security type thing that was very intrusive, a la Snowden. Oh, yep. okay. What he, okay. Yes. What he blew the whistle on. Yes. So this is, I've, I've uncovered through my data analysis that these data sets are coming in from very strange places that all internet connected devices are actually monitoring all the homes in Canada and relaying this information back. So all of your Alexas and your Google homes and your smart TVs and your, your smart refrigerators and your dishwasher are all monitoring your every move. And the government's collecting all this data. <laughs> so hang on. The Samsung fridge is reporting back all the junk food I eat. That's right. That's invasive. It knows. I don't want my fridge knowing I eat And the government at two uses the this to control, right? Targeted advertising to you specifically to keep you lazy, eating more junk food, on your couch, feeding you the entertainment they want. So they sedate the public via information, the power of information. So I uncover this, and I, I, I want to release this. I want to be the whistleblower. I, I think this isn't right. Tweet. Right? So I'm going to release this information on the web, release it out to the public, but I've seen what happened to Snowden. So I need to get out of Canada to begin with before I release this information. Uh, so I'm going to secure my safety prior to the release. So I figure I need to get out of Canada, need to get out of North America, and I escape to Europe with this information. Uh, Sweden, actually, in particular. Mm. Ah, yes. neutral ground. <clears throat> yeah, well, I'm, I'm white, I'm blonde hair, I'm going to blend in you better, can pass right? Sweden, yeah, yeah. I, I can pass with Swedish, You look like Nordic. you know how to put Ikea furniture Yeah, together. somewhere in there, right? I'm not, I'm not going to blend in well in Spain. Let's just, you know. If you told me your name was Hans, I'd believe Right, you. exactly. So, Last name Gruber, first name Hans. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go over and uh, I'm going to go to, to Sweden. So while I'm there, I actually uh, employ... Uh, not your particular uh, typical bodyguard, uh, but I employ uh, Lisbeth Salander. I guess I must have alarmed you turning up like if that. If you touch me, I'll more than alarm you. Who's uh, the A salamander? <laughs> who's the uh, the main title girl from A Girl with a Trigon Tattoo? Oh, the okay, okay. And which one are you picking, the Swedish version or the David Fincher version? I'm picking the David Fincher version, directed okay. by David Fincher. Uh, from the set of novels by Stieg Larsson in Swedish. Yes. Uh, very long, yes. detailed novels. Um, uh, this character in the movie is played by Rooney Mara, um, which we mentioned earlier on. Which you can't even recognize what movie was Rooney she Rooney on? Oh, Missing Link or something. Yes, like we were yeah. talking about the voice <laughs> yeah. earlier. And it, the movie features Daniel Craig, Christopher Plummer. Uh, anyways, in that movie, she's a private eye, right? But a world-class hacker private eye. Um, she comes from a really dark background. She's a real introvert. She's uh, a, she's a uh, an adoptee, right? She's, yes, from the system. Very edgy, you know. Yes, a, a kid from the system, right? She knows the streets. Yep. Right. This is what I need. I need somebody that can get me underground and hidden, but has the skill set to help me release this data over the world wide web, over the internet, but firewall me so that people can't find out where I'm releasing it from. Right. Uh, so I need like an e bodyguard. 
An e-guard. Yes. So not only can she help me fit in with this underworld in Sweden, she's very streetwise. Trademark she can that term. She can protect me. Sounds like a feminine product. <laughs> <laughs> e-guard. E-guard. For the days when you need protecting. <clears throat> so she I, she employs her her hacking skill to gain me access to uh, to get this information out. Sure. Uh, protect me from these the the NSA and CSIS trying to find out where I am. Uh, and at the same time, she's helps show me around the country. She keeps me hidden. Uh, she's able to help me blend in because being a female bodyguard, we can go out and pose as a couple. Oh, right. Tricky, tricky. Right. So it's not Shit, suspicious a that, that a that's man a solid, or a woman yeah. going, yeah. you know, two men going out looks a little suspicious. Right. Or some dude racing around in a bus. Right. I need Europe, long, everything is, I need long term okay. protection. It's right? also 2020. Yeah. So and she's she's kind of funky. Right. She's got the big tattoos. It fits my persona. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, if we were out together in public, you would believe that we're sort of just a, you know, Hans ex- and Yolanda. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, oh. and, and she's very introverted. So we're, we keep to ourselves. It's not like we're going to have a big public profile. So you probably wouldn't even notice us. She has a background in jujitsu and kickboxing, so if shit gets real on the street. Does she, does she look the way she looks in the movie in real life? Oh yeah, because everybody notices Elizabeth Solander in real life. Then, <laughs> well, yeah, she does not blend. She's got, her, she's got her hood up, and she's you know racing around on a motorcycle most of the time. Okay, she finds a way to blend. Like in the that darkness. haircut is not like. I see what he's saying though. I get yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah. like everything else, that movie shows her in the daytime. At yeah. night, you wouldn't even know she fucking exists. Chameleon, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, we, and uh, during the course of this, we clearly develop a passionate love interest in each other. Sure. Any movie that, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. You'll yeah. get bonus points for banging your security <laughs> guard. You know that, right? Like. <laughs> and, uh, the stories that she tells about the way that she treated her, uh, uh psychologist, uh, counselor who, who raped her. Yep. Yeah. The that pig. just, yeah, that really got me excited because <laughs> I have a deep, dark, uh, interest in this this world anyways so having my, dildos my picked reason, up your ass yeah well not that but just the fact that she uh, you just wrote the, the power the power twist that she used yes, right yeah, you know she's a very yeah. powerful female and i find the powerful female very attractive well not being uh verbose right she's very introverted and quiet but still very powerful in her own way so th- that's basically the story right i have this yeah. information i have the the e-guard living out my time in for Sweden. all your feminine needs yeah <laughs> Living up my time in Sweden, protected from the uh, from my former organization, and that's my story. And you're sticking. to I it. never get caught. You, you, yes, Denzel, you can go first. And I make the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> so how, if you're okay? So when you release it, the world knows who you are, though, right? No. So you contacted her. She protected you. Then you released it. Yes. Okay. How did she get you to Europe overseas? Oh, I went prior, I said. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, yeah. I escaped yeah. to okay. Europe. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then with the information, okay, okay, then okay. I released it. But obviously, CSIS knows that I'm now gone because I didn't show up to work on Monday. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's got this little tiny window, if I understand you correctly. You left on your own accord, then hired her. That's right. And then from that point on, after the drop happens, the so, world yeah. can't find her because she met she's me in, when I landed. Yeah. So in, essentially, in very Stockholm. much, very close to what Snowden did, except instead of northern Russia, you are now northern uh, Sweden. I'm Sweden. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you released it, then she had to protect you. But no. you see, I learned okay. from Snowden. Yeah. But I okay. got the fuck out. <laughs> you got to do and, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to leave first, <laughs> idiot. Like, <laughs> and Sweden wouldn't extradite you or anything like that. Uh, no, they don't even know I'm there. Sweden, right? I'm flying under the radar. Right. I have a big internet presence right because the persona that we put out is going to be big he's yeah, chilling in a sauna somewhere in the middle of nowhere that's so. right <laughs> and he's you know like, eating gefilte fish and whatever the fuck else they have <laughs> <Shush-throming>. 
his his online handle is, his online handle is like like a clog piece, clog lover sixty nine <laughs> or like like an actual name of a piece of IKEA furniture like the Glukenhaken sixty nine with, with two dots over the U and <laughs> that's a, right a dash. Yeah, exactly um, I I love it I just okay all right so Cesis you've implored Lisbeth Cesis am I saying that right Cesis yes. okay thank you. Um, I feel that they would have somebody of equal power or better and still access to programs that you may not have access to. I give you credit. Lisbeth is one fucking tough hacker, but now you've got a agency after you versus just one person from the agency. So she's got one computer at her disposal. They've maybe have 20 people looking for you. So I feel the, the, the protection that you have to get what you want out there is there. But after they find you, I don't know if Lisbeth, Lisbeth can hold up against an entire agency. Oh, I don't think she can. I okay. Th- but I she's, also, she's my best shot at staying yeah, true. hidden yeah. as long so as if, possible. So if your end game is staying hidden, sure. I just I always go, how long can you stay on the run for, the, I right? think I think he's good for the long term until the government eventually builds a program that can figure out where he is. You That's know, like because right. eventually they'll, they'll crack Until I use a fucking toaster by accident. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> You're, you're baked in Northern Sweden. You use your debit card to get the Slim Jim. Exactly, like, oh, right? Son of a bitch. Fucking Strudel got me again. <laughs> right? Oh, wait. Oh, he, I got no cash here. Use this card. Oh, he returned <laughs> Oh, he returned it. It's not him. <laughs> but I feel right. like for the foreseeable future, she would just keep developing something new. Like yeah. they, they hack it, figure it out. They move, redo it. They like. I feel like you would just, every few months, you're just going to start, start changing. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to travel around fucking the Swedish Until eventually they contact an AI that will predict where you're going to go. And then <laughs> until Synalytics gets Synalytic <laughs> gets a hashtag Synalytic for sure. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just like what I'm looking at is Chris's argument is like he got rid of the bad guys. End of story. I get rid of the bad guys. End of story. You're continually running from the bad guys. You are the bad guy. Well, you are in your story. You're the bad guy, Mike. I, okay. Yeah. Getting rid of you would win. <laughs> I'm the good guy. And then I put a gun in my mouth and I win the story. <laughs> Getting rid of the bad guys who are supposed to be the good guys going after you. Yeah. I just, like, it's just, it, it, it's long in the tooth for me. It's where, long in the tooth. It's just too real. It, yeah, it's too <laughs> topical. Chris, what do you got to say about this? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I wonder how, like, how well she holds up if a group, an agency was to get you to in person and not online. Oh, I don't think that's why I, I, I know that I don't stand a chance in person. Okay. That's why I'm, I've set this plan up. So you're, you're relying on her never being found. Yes. And if we get exposed, then, then the gig is up or the jig or the whatever, jig. whatever's up, it's up. <laughs> um, I think her skills at hand-to-hand combat and, and her real life skills and street smarts are going to be employed to keep us under the radar, not to, to actually deal with you're jason borning it right you're just you're constantly trying to trying to stay ahead of the game which i in in personally i like to solve a problem and move on as Mm. opposed to continuously outsmarting the problem the problem still resides i have to keep releasing this data though right yeah through WikiLeaks and through fucking the actually it's kind of funny how your story will wrap into my actually mine actually before he does that there's also one thing too is that obviously all of these are contract based i'm guessing right like you you have a problem you hire somebody they solve the problem 
are you going to continually be paying Elizabeth? To... I told you we fell in love. Okay, so money so is... So at some point, okay. I have to stop paying her, and then we live out our lives in the Swedish countryside. I get it. Love is now the currency <laughs> of what you two are exchanging. Obviously. <laughs> Besides bodily fluids and, and dangerous information, love is in the air. Obviously. Okay, I get it. All right. Uh, Denzel, end us out, buddy. Whew. Okay, so uh, I, this was a really tough choice because I wanted to be creative. I wanted to think outside the box, but I also didn't want to die. <laughs> so I went with Frank Martin, Jason Statham from the Transporter series. A package. One meter 50 by 50, 50 kilos, 250 kilometers. Traveling within the speed limit, one stop for refreshments, 40,000. Half now, half on delivery. Uh-huh. Not the new bullshit guy. The the original three. Yep. Uh, I didn't pick from a specific movie because he's kind of the same throughout all three movies. It's the same idea, right? So I am a theoretical physicist who discovered uh, unlimited energy. So like a makeshift perpetual motion machine uh, that allows me to have unlimited electrical energy. So I'm kind of like I'm a university, per- like I almost kind of think of it, you know, the opening to angels versus demons when they have that accelerator, yes. the particle accelerator, yes, same yes. idea. So it's at a university, they're studying it. I create it. And then words, <laughs> word gets out that I have unlimited energy now. Mm. So the world doesn't like that. General electric, the world's largest electrical company doesn't like that. It. Big Government, oil, big oil, stuff like yeah. that. Right. So yeah. they don't like that. Chris so they're hates like, it. <laughs> This guy's after sends a me team too. after you. <laughs> it's him and Jimmy in a bus just chasing after me. So I need protection to hide long enough to make this machine, like recreate the machine so that I can get it to the world so the world knows that the government was trying to kill Mass me. Mass release it. So that if I can get it out, so like Africa's got unlimited power now, all the third world countries are never, there's no more poverty, stuff like that, right? You're such a philanthropist. <sighs> I hate myself. Uh <laughs> So I need protection to get from Rome, which is where that accelerator particle machine is from, Angels versus Demons. And I need to get to, uh, I had two endings. So I'm either going to Northern <laughs> Russia. Choose your own adventure. No, but, but this, no, this is, no, this is the thing. Yeah, it's a bandersnatch. Uh, I either wanted to go to Russia to be protected with Edward Snowden, but Ooh. that was, we kind of discussed, that might be a second before. bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you've got the power of a second person. And that's kind of like, I'd be protected with Snowden. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then the second one was just that I'd be, uh, I have a colleague that I was working on with in China and I'm going to China to build this, uh, to recreate the machine and then release it to the world. That's so that, the one we're going yeah, with. Yeah. And that's the one we're going to go with. So uh, I chose him obviously because he's badass, but uh, he has a background through the Irish army uh he's a prolific in explosion surveillance hand-to-hand combat and evasive driving so he has skills on any vehicle he can drive anything uh improvisation with unconventional weapons against his uh opponents uh he also says his three rules never change the deal no names and never open the package which i know he straight up breaks in the movies but i'm assuming prior to those movies he stuck to those three (laughs) rules pretty pretty good um uh, so I even kind of came up with how I got a hold of Frank. Uh, he lives in France. That's where actually the first movie, that's where they find him first. Okay. He did a job for one of the university professors I work with to get uh, plans somewhere else. So I contact him, say, hey, I need that guy you used. He drives over. So you're telling me there's no 1-800 number for this? It's not like a, <laughs> I need protection. And, you got to know a guy that knows a guy. Yeah, I just yeah. thought yeah. it was more Frank. something to add to it that I got a hold of him. Like, hey, Frank, I need you in Rome. It's not get like horrible here. bosses. <laughs> uh 
So then, uh, where did I have? Angles versus demons. Uh, yeah, and then I just need to stay hidden long enough. So he needs to get me to China. And then with me and my colleague, he needs to protect us while we're building the machine in order to get it up and running and then tell the world, like, look. So you're, they, the, you're the package, essentially, in this? Yes, I okay. would be. I would be. Because when I hire nice him, package. never never change the deal. So the deal is you need to get me to China and protect me long enough to build the machine. Uh, no names. Doesn't need to know my name. He's just driving me around. And then never open the package. I don't tell him what I'm doing. I just say, I need you to get me to China and protect me in China. Okay. So the rules fit okay. the story. Yeah. Um, there was other rules, but those are from the other movies. I was like, um, respect a man's car and a car will respect you. Always greet the man. Stuff like that. I was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I got. I don't so know he's a big, like, anything else. Like driving is his big strong point, right? Driving, like he drives the shit out of everything. Yeah. And then, and that's what's going to get me across Europe through Russia to China. So you guys are driving from Rome to Essentially, China? yeah. I would imagine that over time, like you're going to need to stop and get gas, blah, 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 stuff like that. But they don't know who my bodyguard is. So if he uses visa or anything, they don't know that I'm attached to this guy, right? So he's not necessarily hidden. But if I use something, they're going to see my name pop up and be like, oh, he used a gas station and siberia or whatever you know what i mean uh but i imagine that through because that's a, from rome to china and you end up in siberia you took a wrong turn there, the, i haven't i haven't written i haven't written the script he didn't yet. gps this i don't think i haven't written huh. the script yet uh i think he's just dragging out the trip to get more money out of you <laughs> is, is this based on kilometers yeah it's, it's a like the meters running, running the meter. when the car when the car blows up he takes the meter off this no, that you're on foot and he's still I, charging. I always kind of imagine it like, you know, how he's got his car and then, you know, it gets damaged and stuff. And then we hot wire some other car and yeah. then we drive, keep driving. And then, you know, but it's always, it's always an Audi. <laughs> it's always, always, a, always Audi a very nice Audi. Yeah. <laughs> Audi is the biggest sponsoring fucking car company in the world. Yeah. They sponsor the shit out of everything. I always found that, uh. What's the other one? Uh, like it, Sko, uh, Sko, Skoda? Skoda? I always find that's another popular one for some oh, no, reason. No, Audi's in MCU is all Audi, right? Yeah. So yeah. every vehicle yeah, yeah, yeah. is a fucking Audi. Um, but yeah, that's I put, I picked him. That's solid. He's got some skills. He definitely does. I mean, for maneuvering and driving, which is one of the biggest aspects of being chased, Yeah. nobody's better than Frank Martin. Well, maybe, I don't know. There's other drivers out there. There's other wheelmen from movies, I have a but... hard time saying bad things about Statham. See, now, I also <laughs> thought of like, I was like, well, then I could just hire Baby Driver if I wanted a driver. I didn't see the movie, but I don't think he's too... He's just he, a driver. He won't kill anyone. No. Yeah. Where if we get somewhere like a hotel we have to stay in and people come into the building, I'm going to still be okay. Well, Frank is ex-military. And that's what it, like, it's yeah. an Irish army or some shit here, so... Emphasis is given to his skills, accomplished driver, able to conduct seemingly impossible maneuvers while retaining perfect control of his vehicle. Like I know that's movie magic, but yeah, you guys all did movie magic. So yeah, no, movie magic is yeah. highly allowed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving you some points because you're actually a good guy that's trying to help the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as opposed to a piece of shit that's just trying to escape the rest of the world. Everybody, he's pointing at me, by the way. <laughs> And, and podcast <laughs> land, you can't see that, but I am the at the end of that finger. And I wanted to keep it something that like. Not that I know a whole lot about it, but like I'm interested in how energy isn't created and like how you try and create perpetual motion machines and like just how impossible it is. So I thought it'd be cool. Like, yeah, no, it's a great, and, you and did it's the a impossible, need too, you know, right? right? Like, yeah. but the only problem is like you could really stem off that like if there's no third world countries anymore, the world would be too populated and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also thinking that if all those people have education, then they won't be an issue anymore. Like India is 2 billion people, right? Yes. Just like South that like all the poor out countries in Africa, like if they had technology, they could learn how to not be 
poor. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. And, and that, that technology, like it, well, yeah, those things go hand in hand with like, all right, as soon as we make this technology, we should probably put a kibosh on populating the planet mm-hmm. because now we can last. Yeah. That's a different argument altogether, but the actual, like, like I would, I would feel safe in Frank's arms. So, yeah. And absolutely. So would I. Yeah. And as long as you respect his the rules, right. Cause when you hire him, obviously he's going to be like, blah, 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 blah. Right. And yeah, fine. I just, just protect me. <laughs> is it, is that, is it the first one that has that parkade fight scene? Is that with the switchblades? Yeah, I think that's the first one. Yeah, yeah, that that fight scene sticks, and like his martial arts. Oh, he's flipping it yeah. around and he rolls it around his neck. And yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the first movie. I haven't seen them in a while. I was gonna try and rewatch them this week, but I had two podcasts myself and a bunch of other shit. So yeah, I didn't no, get a I mean to. that's what YouTube's for, right? You uh, yeah, and points. I went to that wiki fandom. There's a it's literally like movie wiki and i thought that's that was really good so that's where i, I took a, like i was reading straight off the website so yeah no, but i think uh, i think him i have the, my honorable mentions after that will also work but i think his up-to-date weaponry his background and no bullshit he's not going to screw around he's going to get the job done and then take off right like he doesn't know my name he doesn't need to worry about it, he doesn't give a shit right and you just need to get somewhere I, and be and protected how are you protected there. there yeah that was that's what that was my follow see now if I'm in China, I'm going to assume that I'm in like the trouble. Triad, the triads are coming for you. Yeah. <sighs> no. I'm... And the Chinese like spy how do I people. Crush, how do I crush you with your own logic? Uh, <laughs> the communist spy agency who wants to take control of your arc reactor. <laughs> so, but I'm kind of hoping like that, He's just taking Tony but, Stark with him wherever he yeah, goes. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should probably build a suit and then implant the perpetual energy machine in the suit. But that, that'll, oh, take, wait. that'll take a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. I'll be dead. Someone long wrote that already. That All you need is like a what a cave in the desert and a yeah. couple yeah. of <laughs> but couple hey, cases like, of missiles. I didn't really think of where in China, but I'm assuming that where I'm going to my colleague is like kind of you know like Doc Ock had that empty building and he uh, built that in there. No one knew it was there. Yeah. Okay. Somehow he's his electrical bills three grand a month but what are you know what i mean like so you're taking you're taking over some like retired sweatshop probably something like that yeah <laughs> hidden deep in the bowels of the Shit. apple <laughs> apple factory <laughs> <laughs> underneath the apple factory <laughs> it's like it's like in breaking bad being underneath the fucking dry cleaner <laughs> that's what I mean. but that's kind of what i'm hoping for like if i if this like you know if it was real right um, but he just needs uh, to protect me long enough for me to build this thing, create some creepy ISIS video saying, this is what I have. This is what happened. I'm going to give the world free power so that eventually the world's on my side and then the government can't do anything about it. Right. No. They're not going to Epstein me. Right. So, and the Chinese are always known for being really understanding and technology driven. Right. So <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll open their arms to you, but that's for sure. I have the rich guy from, uh, uh, inception on my side right <laughs> <laughs> yes you need funding from somewhere <laughs> and besides the government can't tell anyone that they're trying to kill me because of this machine because i haven't told anyone yet so they're uh, they can't just they be like Ma- oh worldwide manhunt for a man who has unlimited power everyone's like but isn't that we want unlimited electricity so they the government can't release anything either so they got to do this uh. under wraps and be silent about it but until i finish the machine and then release it then the government's kind of caught on their heels saying like oh shit well the people are believing them, right? Like kind of, and it kind of like what Snowden did, right? So, aren't they gonna wonder at some point how you're suddenly wherever you're located starts releasing all this energy back into the fucking grid instead of absorbing it? That's the beautiful part of the machine. <laughs> it just it destroys and creates energy as it's as quickly as it's destroying it, right? Uh, so it it's self powered. There's no technically there's no electricity to use on it. I got one question. Oh shit! I want to know who's gonna fucking win this debate. Oh, so I think it's about time to vote voting voting you cannot vote for yourself can't vote for yourself 
Okay. Got to vote for somebody else. Bring out your smartphone. Open up your notepad. Write the name of the person you think should win. And if we have a tie, the two people who have tied will have a one-minute rebuttal to the two people who are not considered in the debate. So, do, 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 do. I'm going to stop that right now. <laughs> I am ready. Anybody else? Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you call dead air. This is what a podcast does. Why? <laughs> we got to figure it out. Oh, gonna, dude, gonna, there's always yeah, so much dead yeah, air on mine. Yeah. I'm too lazy to write. I'm going to read through an hour and a half of. <laughs> get banned. <laughs> get well, banned. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email Alex Trebek and say, from one Canadian to another, <laughs> can we take your, your background music, please? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He's okay. Gonna be, he's going to be dead soon. Anyway. On the it. count of three. One, two, three. Mark, Denzel, <laughs> and Denzel, Denzel, and Chris. Oh my goodness, Denzel. Denzel. Am I the first one to win? Am I the first guest to win? <laughs> I no, 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 Shit. no, <laughs> no. You're not. But you are the first guest of 2020. Does that make you feel any better? There you go. Not 2021, which is when you guys uh, need a, John Wick. You guys and, need a wrestling uh, belt. coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. Um, what did you pick? That you didn't bring. I know you've been telling, talking to me about that all week long. Well, there's a few other ones. Yeah, that dude, I had good ones. So Bob Lee Swagger from Shooter, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought that's that would have been a good one. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that didn't win it was I wasn't sure about his hand-to-hand combat, but I know that if I'm in a building and he's got a sniper rifle, no one's coming yeah. near me. No, right? yeah, you're crow's nest for sure. Uh, the Mandalorian. Yes, no, I know no, that was no, your free. No yeah, TV yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, Barney from the Expendables, the uh, Sylvester Stallone's character. I think his name was Barney, right? I, I was it Barney. I've seen the first one. I didn't watch. Oh, the I don't remember. Yeah. I remember the character. The, but I, don't remember I would pick that character. Literally any one any of the character Expendables, from the probably. Expendables like, yeah. for sure. Uh, and then Batman. Because Batman. Batman is the only superhero that doesn't have superpowers. That would. Oh, I could have picked Iron Man too. But yeah. Well, then you get the suit, right? Unless you're just arguing Tony Stark's merit of intelligence, then it's... see when we were before we were narrowing this down with the no genetic modifications, no superpowers, no aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could have done like the it's like the Olympics, and then we could have like the 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 drug Olympics, right? Where you can have when we were talking about you like Hannah. Yes, when I went, because right. my pick was Hannah, Hannah Heller from the movie right, Hannah. Right, And then I got into the fandom and the wiki of it and all that and was like, shit, she is DNA modified. I thought she was just yeah. a very trained, uh, trained from a young age and kind of like, kind of very Red Sparrow, Black Widow-esque. But yeah. then I'm like, oh, the DNA is enhanced. Well, I, I was like, going to take Lucy. Lucy, yeah. Who Lucy, just was yeah. a regular old girl hanging out and that she, she takes a bag full of pills. And yeah, a tran- bag full of illegal drugs. Transcendent and Man, the Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, Where Johnny go. Depp is the computer, yeah. You, what would you have, Chris? Any other? Uh, no, mentions? I didn't have anything else, but I was going to mention a little tidbit of information about the Bodyguard poster. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I th- if, I, if I went just balls to the wall, I'm like, I'm going to pick fucking Venom, like the symbiote. He can just encompass me and protect me Thanos with the infinity stones (laughs) (laughs) yeah the infinity glove fuck that yeah that's that's what I mean right like you could Oh, you're done, buddy. Oh, keep coming. Everyone in the world's gone. No one's gonna kill you. Yeah. Well, it's just us now. What do you want to do? Just us and all the people who agree with my idea. Yeah. On off. (laughs) (laughs) Snap on. Snap off. The power glove. (laughs) Infinity. Um, Uh, What's the background here? Well, the on the poster is. the famous poster of the bodyguard, uh, Kevin Costner carrying out what looks to be Whitney Houston's character. Yes, yeah. Uh, it is the character, but it's not Whitney Houston herself. Uh, she had gone home that day, uh, so I guess that was her stunt double hmm. um, that was kind of fitting in. And the shot just came from a day of shooting. It wasn't like a picture 
for the poster. Oh, oh shit. Um, you so, know where that scene is from? It's the club scene when she's on stage and then he's got to carry her and take her out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because she's supposed to be frightened kind of deal, and that's why her head's buried into his shoulder. Um, so he took that to the Studio X and was like, hey, I think this shot actually should make the poster. It's really good. And they're like, well, it's a good shot, but you can't see Whitney's face. <laughs> so I guess they gave, gave some – what year was uh, the bodyguard? 91? 91, 90. Around that. Some, late so 80s, early I guess 90s. they gave him some renditions where – her face is now looking at the oh. camera, which I don't know what the Photoshop would have really looked like back. <laughs> the back of then. somebody's head with a face on yeah, it. Yeah, it just would have been, it, I don't know. So he he was like, honestly, guys, I think the poster is that first picture. And there that's you what go. we got. That's so. an interesting fact. 92, by the way, 1992. Yeah. yeah. Some other notable bodyguard movies. I don't know if you guys, like the Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Getting a few a years ago. Yes. Ryan Reynolds, very interesting. Ryan Reynolds, has, if I remember correctly, because there's so much content in the world, uh, he has a company. He loses his company and then has to. Is that? Yes. Yeah. Like he kind of screws up his position in his bodyguard company. Uh, yeah. The and then his, they want protection uh, no, he, services. He, he, uh, 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 he doesn't protect a dude. And a dude gets and killed. Yeah, and he yeah, loses all it, of yeah. his... his he, a guy gets killed in yeah. his watch or whatever. And I feel that that's like a defining moment for a protection agency. Like, one guy dead, yeah. nobody wants to hire you. You kind of go under after that. Especially it was like, I think, a high-tier sort of politician or something. That's yeah. What I remember. And, then, and they're like assassinated through a plane and or it something. And it was the Samuel L. Jackson's character that did it, right? Yeah, because he's yeah. the hitman. That yeah, killed the he's the hitman that killed and ruined yeah. his life and then he has to protect them yeah yeah so sequel coming out this year for everybody the hitman's hit wife's bodyguard <laughs> blake lively maybe yeah i don't know could it be the two it's, of them on it, screen uh, the it has time? it says samuel jackson ryan reynolds all back so selma yeah. hayek some yeah the real winner yeah i looked at the imdb She's oh the wow the real winner of the golden globes did you see her outfit oh my <laughs> i am not a selma hayek fan <sighs> well okay so i was ha- i wasn't either <laughs> Selma Hayek Hayek and Patricia Arquette both were like, fuck fuck the Golden Globes. Zelba Cleavage did it. I am the Golden Globes. Uh, I also would have liked to pick Wade Wilson before his mutant powers. You said he was enhanced. I disagree. Really? Well, because at the beginning of Deadpool, he's just a a dick who protects people. But that's the Deadpool lineage. But if you take Wade Wilson from the X-Men lineage... When he's fighting in that the, the sword scene, the team, the, right? Yeah, he's not yeah. Deadpool, so he's already enhanced. When he comes out of that elevator and the warlord's trying to kill him, and he he's dices through a thousand of... bullets with a sword. Well, movie it, magic. <laughs> yes, but also plot hole because if you take Deadpool's story, he was a nobody and then he was enhanced. But yet, if you look at Wolverine origin, you assume he's enhanced because he's on a team of enhanced mutants. Yes, but then the whole Deadpool story fucks with you on that and doesn't let you know what part of the timeline that is because he still is good-looking Ryan Reynolds, where in Deadpool he's looked like somebody shat on his face. But he's already a hitman. He's an older avocado. He's a bounty hunter. He's a bounty hunter, hitman, seedy, underbelly... I, uh, I feel like you'd get annoyed of him real quick too. Yeah, like yeah, you'd, you'd be probably. protected for three days and be like, you know what? I'll just oh, get some. Shut up, Wade. Yeah. <laughs> shut up, Wade. Yeah, yeah. Wade, shut up. Yeah, like, literally. Just, I would, just like in that the shitty Weapon X movie, I'd sew his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, Wade, you'd be the perfect soldier if you could keep that mouth shut. Uh, I Bodyguard's one of my favorite childhood movies. 
trying to think what other protection movies Arnold must have done there, something. Oh, there are some guarding tests with Nicolas Cage. That's a that's a, in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood. That's a Secret yeah, Service lots one. Lots of those ones, right? Yeah, a like lot of them are teams too. Like, yes, you get the whole like Olympus has fallen. Yes, with you know, Gerard Butler. Lund- yeah, yeah, all yeah, those kind of ones. Yeah, like, was there a Channing Tatum one too? Channing, yes, there White was. White House Down. White House Down was Channing Tatum. It's basically Tatum. Yeah, the same, same movie. Thing, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird, Chris? Like when two movies come out at the exact same time, and they're the exact same plot, and they're from two different studios. Like, why would one of them well, was, do that knowing? You've talked about this before. Well, I was talking with Jimmy the other day. What I hear a lot of times, it's like someone's kind of dipped ship from the one script or whatever, the one production, and has gone over to the other. and then Oh, and then that's how it kind of loosely gets, yeah, leaks and stuff, and then one kind of gets rushed out. One executive producer who's pissed off and disgruntled yeah, is like, hey, listen, own. they're making this. We can do it better. Not yeah. do it my way. Yeah. Like how Shape of Water is just the first Hellboy movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't with seen Gabe, Shape of Water. With, with Abe. The fish guy is oh, the, the same guy. guy. <laughs> it's Shape oh of Water God. is literally the same Shape of Water is Abe's fucking origin story. Yeah. I never even thought of that. I saw the trailer. I'm like, so this is just the Hellboy plot line, right? And then they're like, and then it won an Oscar. I'm like, I guess it isn't then. (laughs) It's Hellboy's plot line with interspecies breeding. (laughs) Watch it. Yeah. There's, there's, was it, what is it? uh, Like Armageddon came out at the same time as Deep Deep Impact. Impact, Yes. The same fucking movie. Or like (laughs) Volcano and Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Uh, Ants and Bugs Life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good Uh, one. Friends with Benefits and Uh, uh, No Strings Attached. No No Strings strings Attached. attached. Yeah. Same fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I smell a debate coming. Which which one's the better (laughs) of the same story? Right? Anyways. Um, oh, that requires watching both those movies. It does, <laughs> which requires a lot of time that and I don't I really only spend. like one or the other. Actually, no, I like Dante's Peak and Volcano. Yeah. They're There's both, usually a clear winner. Yeah, there yeah. is a clear winner. Especially box office. No, I was just going to say, you can look up the numbers. There is always a clear winner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Synalytics. <laughs> if you're looking to sponsor podcast analytics, uh, we uh, we are taking look for yeah. But us. then they're gonna start replacing you guys as hosts. Like, what if we got this guy as a host and yeah. it does numbers like exactly. this? Like, uh, take the yeah. 28 previous episodes, <laughs> take all of our voices. Who else is located in Winnipeg that would do a better job of this? Yeah, Shit. exactly. Next thing you know, fucking Wheeler's got on podcast. Um, Even though he sucks balls. Sorry, personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. You know, I, I'm I'm in the same boat as you are. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> speaking of boats, it's the end of the show. So, um, Chris, do you have any shows coming up? I know nobody will be able to go to the one tonight, but um, what, what do you got coming up? Uh, probably just the garage on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're doing another hosting. Yep. Cool. What's the? Is there a theme to this one? No, or? just another rounded out cast of comics. My brother Sweet. said the garage was a great room. He's never done it. He said he loved it. Yeah, he just did it. Uh, yeah. Was it yours? Was it yeah. yours? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is a really. He said he loved yeah. it. Yeah, it's a great room for. Com- it's a great room for anything, actually. It's yeah, they got great food. Yeah, great drink specials. All awesome. Like so if you're in Winnipeg and you like comedy, go to the Garage on the 25th to see this lovely gentleman named Chris Stanton. Are you hosting, or are you? Yep. You're hosting. Cool. Awesome. That's your host spot now, isn't it? Yeah, like that's my. Yeah, that's your show. Room. All right. Well, we will be there on the 20. I will be there on the 25th. Cool, cool. Put my ass in the front row. All right. <laughs> Heckle me. <laughs> no, I won't do that. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Denzel, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely, buddy. man. Uh, I'm glad I could crush you guys. Please tell the people about your show. <laughs> I so crush you. I, uh, I crush you. I crush your head. I host a podcast that's an interview style, kind of like how Rogan runs his. Every a new episode every Sunday at seven. Uh, they're about an hour long. 
we talk all sorts of nonsense. It seems to be a lot of musicians lately, but I had I've had tons of comedians on, so that they're always a blast. But just you are definitely like your your guest list is. It's, it's so well round. I try and get yeah. it so well rounded, just so that there's an episode for everyone, right? Like you got a bodybuilder on one, and then you've got you get the guys from um, Ghost Hunters on Ghost Hunters on uh, the beer podcast. Yeah, Olympic, Br- pints, and growlers, pints and growlers. Pints and growlers. That was and, fun. Yeah, I had. Uh, if you want to listen to an absolutely chaotic episode, by the time this one comes out, it'll be at number eighty-seven with uh, Dan Goldberg. Oh, you know who that is? Yeah. yeah. Jesus knows, Christ, that guy's a loose cannon. And it's like <laughs> the whole hour is literally just <coughs> bit after bit after bit. And it's it's really, really good. But it's also on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. So awesome. do you have any uh, really cool uh, guests coming up on your podcast? A uh, couple guys coming on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to debate movies. Uh, I'm going to crush them again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who are these gauntlet that drops that you're, that you're speaking I have of. the two nice hosts of Michael and Mark coming on to my podcast <laughs> on Tuesday. So that'll hey, be out. Hey, listen, we're all hosts. Chris is included. Okay, in I'm sorry. I just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will get all of you guys on at some point, but I got to start somewhere. Uh, so that'll be next Tuesday. Next, it'll be on the 14th is Tuesday. Yeah. But this, when does this come out? This is, this is out Monday. We drop Monday. every Monday, okay, okay. Monday night. So then you can look forward to that one the following Sunday. So Sweet. that'll be number 88. So yeah, so follow his Instagram, follow our Instagram. We'll be sharing the episodes on. Yes, absolutely. On, on I'll be resharing everything. Um, it's just at Wesley Studios. Yeah, and go nice listen and to his simple. podcast. Too. Yeah, yes. please go. There's listen an episode for everyone. I don't need you to listen to everyone, but for sure, pick a few. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you want to listen, I like to everyone. that. I don't need you to listen to them all. <laughs> but pick even, one or, even yeah, when I tell people, I'm like favorites. twelve. Just just hit the subscribe button. I don't care if you listen. Download it. <laughs> it doesn't tell me how people listen. It tells me how many people download it. So. Whatever you do, tell a friend. <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. I yeah. No, Smash like mine, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Smash that like button. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you to everybody who's listened to another episode of The Real Debaters. Uh, if this is your first time, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at The Real Debaters. If you want to send us an email for the show for an idea, if you want to insult one of us on based on one of our debates, if you want to partake on the show and you feel that you can play the game, uh, you can email us at the at the real debaters at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-E-L debaters at gmail.com. Uh, I've been Michael Petro. Mark Cowell. Chris Stanton. And Enzo LeBlanc. And we're gone. <laughs>